Welcome everyone to another episode of the Absolute Geek Podcast. I am Matt. I am Crocosaurus Rex. I'm Brian, and I'm Lance. From Lance, you've been Gap here. Hunters. You've been here enough times. To be able to introduce <laughs> yourself. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna give you this special intro every time you come on. This is like the trifecta. Like for fuck's sake, like. We're just tagging each other in and out on shows, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and be like, you know, tonight's special guest, Coach Crunchers, is other Kyle. No, you do come no, on. It's, it. it's other Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> dude, it's been a minute since I've been on though, dude. Yeah, but you act like you don't know how this works. Right. I don't. Act like you've been I, here before. I, yeah, I, I do like a you've been here before. How how I long have you been podcasting though? How long have you been podcasting? Uh two and a half years. Act I think. like you've been here before. <laughs> Come on, man! You're you're embarrassing yourself in front of the podcast professional Brian McClay. All right, you're, you're embarrassing yourself. Oh. This man is on like 19 different shows now and doesn't miss a beat. And you can't even just get the the basic intro right on the second show you're on. <laughs> Amateur. <laughs> Amateur. Uh, welcome, everyone. Hope everyone have a great week. It is it is Ugh. Friday. So glad it's mine, over. Mine was shitty. Yeah, it was long. Fuck this week. It was yeah. long. Fuck this week. Yeah, anyone have any good interesting things that happened to it this week? <laughs> I had a ring at my doorbell last night. At what time? It was like it was like 8 15. Ooh, did you answer it? Oh, always. Love answering my door. And uh so I opened it up like, you know, like this is enough to stick my head out. Hello. We are missionaries from the Church of Jesus Christ and Latter-day Saints. You ever seen a missionary before? Did they actually say that? Yeah. And so I stared at him. And he stared at me. And I stared at him. And I kept staring at him. And I didn't say anything. And he kept staring at me and didn't say anything. And I just went... <laughs> Shut the door and locked it. Super slow and awkward. And then I went back to bed. <laughs> you mean the position? Have you ever seen anyone like us before? No, you can't say that I ever have. You're the first human I've ever fucking seen. Yeah. Thank you. I've been waiting to meet a fellow person like me. Yes. Another human person. A missionary. But he wanted to. Sp- he he knew that you needed more than anything the word of the Lord to save your soul. It's funny though because there's nothing inviting about my house. He knew that you. Were, <laughs> he he knew that you'd be playing with a a blue, um, penis shaped dinosaur. <gasps> oh, I so <laughs> wish I would have came. The show, so they they knew that your soul needed saving. It's the perfect Friday night for Kyle. Shit! Next time I answer the door, I'm gonna answer it like this. Can I help you? 
<laughs> like you put on lipstick. Did uh, put some lotion on the skin? <laughs> has Tim made it a, a new model yet? No, he got to make. He's got to make it with the arms, man. He came clean that he didn't make it. He stole it from somebody else. So he can't. So he can't put the little arms on there. He outed himself. He did. He couldn't keep the charade up any longer. Yeah. He couldn't. He could no longer live with this web of lies. That's a bummer. I can no longer take this web of lies. I was playing with a heavy, huh? Dude, it's badass. <laughs> so last week when we were talking about uh, doing karaoke, we got to the bar and newbie was like, she's like, you need to go sing. And I said, oh, I don't sing. She's like, you can rant on and on and on and fuck around with the blue cock, but you can't <laughs> sing in front of a bunch of strangers. <laughs> oh no, that's a difference. I was like, yeah, it's like it's totally different. I'm just hanging out with my friends. I don't know any of these motherfuckers. <laughs> they don't care if I have a blue cock or not. Chad C wants to know if you ended up converting. No. I did not. And then Christian wants to know, did you take the chocolate? No, I forgot. <laughs> so I mean, so capitalizing on that story, I mean, I guess I can't be missionary missionaries come into my door but um anybody who knows i kyle makes fun of me because i used to work from home and my home was my office but now i got a new position so i actually have to go into the office bent over yeah so (laughs) so anyways um so yeah now that i have to go into the office and i've I've come to realize that people do some awkward and crazy shit in the office and they don't even blink an eye at it. Because they don't know they're doing it. No, they, oh, come on now. <laughs> so this week I'm sitting there in the in the lunchroom and uh, I've got headphones in. I'm not, nothing's playing on it. I'm, I'm paying attention to the TV, the, the impeachment votes going on. And uh, I, I'm sitting there with my, just headphones in because I listen to music when I'm sitting at my desk and I was like, I'm going to go just chill in the break room for an hour for my lunch. And I sit down and there's this woman on the phone in the lunchroom with me. It's just me and her. And she looks at me and sees I have said had, had earphones in and she doesn't pay attention to it. And she's on the phone. Come to find out she's on the phone having phone sex. Not her <laughs> boyfriend. Not her boyfriend. Not her baby daddy. Her side piece. What? Keep the side piece happy. Yeah. She's having phone sex with the side piece, and the side piece is like trying to offer, I guess, to pick her up from work, and and she's talking about how like she wants him to bite down on her nipples, and like she said uh, she wants to make him hard and big and squeeze it till she cuts off the circulation and then let it go so it starts throbbing, and it was like <laughs> no it was just, way, yes, it was this whole like just awkward situation. And I'm sitting there. Where the fuck do you work? The bunny ranch? (laughs) (laughs) Right. And I'm sitting there, I'm sitting there texting the group chat, our group chat with, with Kyle and listener. um, God damn it. Tim. Tim. Yeah. Drawing a blank. (laughs) Um, Listener Tim and, and Kyle's like laugh when she laughs. So that way she, she knows you're, you're listening. And so I I do. (laughs) She laughed and I started laughing when she would laugh and, 
this went on for like 15, 20 minutes. And I was like, <laughs> I, and I'm sitting here live streaming. Uh, well, not live streaming, but live tweeting this to them the entire time. And just the shit she's saying. And she, she got up and I shit you not. There was a puddle on the bench where she was sitting with drip oh, that's away. And I took a picture okay. of it and sent it to the group. I don't know if she had a water bottle there or what. Because when she stood up, all she had was a lunch bag. So I don't know if she had like a water bottle behind her or, and she, she dropped, like spilt it or something, but it was getting hot and heavy. I I don't think she knew. She didn't know I was listening because I had my headphones in. So she thought she was completely safe in what she she was doing. She didn't realize you were laughing when she, at what she was laughing at. She paid no attention to it. She was (laughs) 100% engaged into this conversation. All of her thinking power was in her crotch. Yeah. (laughs) Everyone's been there, done that. And she's like, oh, yeah, you're saying sweet Uh, things to me. And, you know, (laughs) she's like, my baby daddy would never treat me like that. My boyfriend doesn't treat me like that. And she's like, and you're that interested in me. And, like, she's like, yeah, this is where I work. Come here and pick me up. This is what time I get off. And we could do this in your car. And it's like, like, this whole thing's going down. I'm like, this is why I don't like working Born at the dog. office. This is like, I, I don't want to be at the office anymore. This is it. This is the reason I went work at home in the first place. Cause people are just weird. That's the fun of working in the office though. Yeah. But I don't know. Just, just the fact that like when she stood up and there was the, the puddle uh, of water, the snail trail. Yeah. The snail trail. <laughs> Where's the pick? <laughs> I want to see the pick. You want to see the pick of the, the, yeah. the puddle? All right, let me let's see it. Let me pull it up. <laughs> let me get to the group chat here. Yeah, because I'm still questioning this whole thing, dude. <laughs> uh, I think you're I, embellishing. Can I? No, I'm not. At my work, we just talk about making a naked man calendar with a scratch and sniff option. <laughs> so every every uh every slide will just smell like duck butter. <laughs> but we're gonna do it's like 3D, so it's you know like those pop-up books. So when you when you when you open the first flap to like January, gonna... it's like this guy, <laughs> and then when you lift up his kilt, lift it up high. Oh, that's nasty. Yeah, I'll send it. I'll resend it to the chat so that way people can see it because I can't figure out how to do it on Facebook on my computer. But I'll resend it to our, our chat so then I can pull it up that way. It's gross, man. I can share, oh, your this, work week, I can Brian. share this screen. <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me pull this that up here. Wasn't valid. <laughs> that entry wasn't valid. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, it's nasty. There it is for anybody. <laughs> that can't be. Dude, that's that what I was saying. It has dude. to be water. But like yeah. she was she was sitting here and she slid that way and got up and walked off. So yeah. <laughs> that she pissed herself, dude, because that's the way that's like <laughs> that's all I was saying is that, that shit. It was it was hot and heavy and it was something weird. was going on. Yeah. She was she was getting excited. A little excited. So that's like the most action Matt's gotten like months. Years. Months. Years, right? Yeah, probably <laughs> probably years, yes. Yeah, 
I am a sad uh, little man. <laughs> months. <laughs> Years. Months. Uh, I mean, how many years ago was it that you were flirting with the uh, the bots on Tinder? Oh, yeah. That's a long time ago, man. You can't Do you want to go out to dinner? No, Matt. I am only a bot. I cannot go out to dinner with you. Yeah, you can't get you can't get a dinner date with a bot. <laughs> what are you doing tonight? I am a bot. I am not doing anything. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Jed, Jed Z says, tell definitely tell that chick about your podcast one hundred percent. He said leaving your headphones in on silent while in a public place is like being a spy. Fuck yeah. So I got something kind of interesting that I just saw. And I don't know, maybe you guys saw this too, but it's it's kind of local bullshit. But um, all it, about, is it about cryptocurrency. Oh, yeah. Yes. That's huge. That's like the longest running comic book store in the Valley, man. That is crazy. It's more interesting or that like, they're just shutting down and not just having someone run it in their place or or selling it to somebody. Like they're they're closing it down. They're like yeah. fuck it. Didn't they, they move there? They just moved yeah, there. Yeah, I was gonna like, say, didn't they just spend a shit ton of money in two stores where they have like a back issue store and then their main store? Yep, like two or three years ago. Yeah, and you remember they were they were, they were trying to find a buyer. Maybe they were trying to find a buyer and they couldn't. Well, the, the the article said that they they came on and said it had nothing to do with money. They were just done. They they said we did our our time and we're ready to retire. They so, want to hang out with their grandson. They're gonna do. They're still gonna sell books though, but they're gonna do it eBay style or online style. So they're not gonna have a brick and mortar store anymore. So, so yeah, that's a bummer. All about books in uh, in Phoenix, Chad. Yeah, all about books and comics. Yeah, on uh, Camelback. Yeah, Central and Camelback. I thought you were going to talk about cryptocurrency. What's that? Oh, you didn't hear about the that Arizona's been a hotbed of like criminal activity the last. Dude, we week have been. Half. We are the new Florida. <laughs> yeah, we've we've been a hotbed of criminal activity the last week and a half. Like they caught like a high ranking officer of Al Qaeda here. Um, I saw that. Then there's uh two two dudes in their twenties like just got busted for the biggest cryptocurrency scam. Where they're scamming it's a Ponzi scheme. Yeah, a Ponzi scheme where they're scamming celebrities and high profile clients out of millions of dollars and saying they were investing in cryptocurrency and they weren't. They were using that money to jet set around the world and buy mansions and shit. Yeah, live a lavish <laughs> lifestyle. And they got busted. All I guess it was even high profile like baseball players too. Mm-hmm. Really? That got that got scammed? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Out of millions, dude. Arizona, guys, I'll be right back. I need to tell my I need to tell my kids to shut up. <laughs> Arizona has become a hotbed of criminal activity. What the uh, dude got out of prison and then he made that cryptocurrency site? Did they say which um, baseball players got scammed? No, no, they haven't released that yeah. yet. And then they have the the family that just got arrested because they found the the remains of an eleven year old girl in their attic. And they don't know how long the the kid has been there. And two like, years. It was it two years. Two years. There's all kinds of crazy stuff. Yeah, that was sad, man. We are the new Florida. <laughs> yes, we are. We're when you hear hard. about like 
what the C- I don't even want I don't even know what we're talking about on the show, but it was sad. Yeah, it is. Well, we're just talking about Arizona being the new Florida, the new Yeah, Florida. Yeah, you're regions. right. You're right. And then uh the the dude was that was that dude who was um trading music for laundry detergent in Arizona too? Wait, Kyle? what? I think so, yeah. Some dude got busted for uh he's like considered like the the most wanted illegal music downloader and he got, He was they called him a professional pirate. Yeah, a professional pirate. He got busted for uh selling illegally downloaded music for laundry detergent. So he traded six hundred and forty one illegally downloaded songs for eight bottles of laundry detergent. What an idiot. What an <laughs> I idiot. think I think professional pirates usually end up with like pirate a ships. Boat? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a I desert was, cruiser. But I was like how does it get that far, like through the chain to where like there's law enforcement involved with downloading music? Like and especially like they came up and they're like, Hey man, I need some songs. What what do you need? Man, you know what I need? I need laundry detergent. I got motherfucking laundry for days. I gotta fuck Here's what I, I don't understand. shit. Here's what I don't understand. Laundry detergent costs anywhere from like twenty to thirty bucks, right? Like a big bottle of laundry detergent. Uh-huh. You can go get what laundry detergent. Like, you're buying twenty to thirty well, bucks. Got, he's got a big got family. A, yeah, I got a you big do. Family, dude. That's laundry true. detergent's expensive. So, but you can go get Apple Music for like nine dollars a month. No, man, you got to have a thumb drive, man. You got to have a thumb drive with six hundred songs <laughs> on it. <laughs> I I agree with you 100. percent There's no reason to download. There's I was like going through old uh, external hard drives and I found my music. I got like two terabytes and like MP3s and I'm like, do I even fucking want those? I mean, what's even the point of having them? I saved. I I got rid of mine recently. I saved all the local stuff and the stuff I can't find like on those streaming apps and got rid of everything else. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's hard also to go through it and and find the the stuff that you're talking about. Like there's so much stuff, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> I just it's, it's just fucking funny to me. I mean, between between Hilarious. Penis Man and the the Posse oh. Schemers and the dude, the kids in the attic and. The illegal the the, was awesome though. The professional was- pirate. It's it's been a it's been a crazy few weeks in Arizona. Grizzle Geek says it's about time AZ steps up. I agree. Right? <laughs> We're always so far behind on everything. It's, I mean it is nice to it is nice to be up as a front runner for something. I'm operating under the assumption that Mike is a penis man. I truly believe it. I agree. It. I, I am I, I will back you up hundred percent on that assumption. That that beard's hiding something, dude. It's hiding something. (laughs) (laughs) Chad says, uh, when zombies take over, you guys won't have any jams, and I ain't sharing. (laughs) For some laundry detergent, you might. We're going to trade, man. I've got got every Limp Biscuit song in here, including live... Concerts. (laughs) Concerts. <laughs> There's at least even 67 have bootlegs of Limp Biscuit in this motherfucker. I even have the shit they did before they got famous, man. Back in their garage. <laughs> when they were Limp Biscuit. 
There's some about blue dicks and shit. <laughs> oh, that man. Speaking of a limp biscuit. <laughs> yeah, where's Corbin tonight? <laughs> Grizzle Geek says that Mike says I cannot confirm or deny those allegations. I think your secret is safe. Um, but so next week, everybody so, needs to turn in next week. Yes. Why is that? Next week is the week. It's our um, Valentine's Day episode, man. So Matt's going to drop the mic a little bit so we can see more of his chest area, and he's going to paint himself like the penguin. Yes. Put the nose on hat. He's got to do the whole show as the penguin. I think we should spend like the first 15 minutes you finishing up your paint. <laughs> Me finishing up my paint. So we know you really painted it on. You're not trying to fucking. You're going to be able to tell the difference <sighs> between body paint and a t-shirt, dude. I, I'm just saying. I'm just putting that out there. I want, I want proof. All right. I want to watch fucking Brent painting <laughs> paint on another man. Me. No. <laughs> I'll paint myself. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see or Kellen. I want to see Kellen paint you like the fucking best friend that he is. <laughs> like one of those <laughs> French girls, huh? Paint me like one of your French girls. <laughs> Man, I, I see think him Kyle with the paintbrush. Naked, dude. I know. I, that's I think everyone wants naked. to see him. That's, I mean, <laughs> that's don't even finish. Like, next week, I mean, the lights are going to be on in his room, the camera's going to be down. We're not gonna do this bullshit where where it's where it's this mat. Hey, I'm really dressed up like the fucking penguin. Get your toe. Yeah. I can feel the bed. Fuck all that. Do it doing a Pee-wee Herman impression, right? Is that <laughs> what's gonna be my dark Pee-wee Herman? <laughs> that is it's gonna be awesome next week. <laughs> Grizzle Geek says have a contest to have a fan paint him. Yeah, that'll get you to 200 subscribers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got there. We're giving yeah, a book away tonight. Did you get 200? We did. Congrats, guys. Congrats. So we are. I got it. I even got it right here, everybody. How are we? How How are you uh, doing that? So Matt was supposed to put everybody's name into randomizer.org. Oh, was I supposed to do that? I just thought like you wanted we, the uh, list. Like we talked about yesterday. <laughs> I'll do it right now. <laughs> and uh, we, he's going to put it in there. We're going we're gonna to have, um, have somebody call out a number from 1 to 12. That's how many times we're going to roll the dice and switch up the names. And then I'm going to have Siri pick a number between 1 and 200. And that's who our winner will be. That seems complicated. No, it's not. Yeah, there's just You can just take the list and put it in randomizer.com and hit a button. Is it yeah, we're gonna do that too. Or dot org? It's dot org. I don't remember what it is. I have it saved as a bookmark. It just says randomizer. <laughs> dude, whenever you catch fucking Lance at a lie, dude, he always tries to backpedal. Yeah. Fucking there's there's always an around. article he's gonna refer back yeah. to. <laughs> it's, it's a bookmark. I swear it's a bookmark. I know what it is. <laughs> But yeah, we're gonna. I mean, just randomizing it and then picking a hundred. There's then there's no way that we did anything to tamper with it. See, I can't put names in randomizer.org. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. It's not letting me do it. Someone else is gonna have to do it then. 
Someone else is going to have to do it. This is the show. I sent you the list, and then you were like, that's not 200 people. The fuck it, it isn't 200 people. It didn't look like 200 people. It's, it's, 200 it's random. Uh, it, that's not the one I have. The one I have is miniwebtool.com. That is not it. <laughs> Random.org. You, you can just copy and paste a list in there. You yeah. done. We did that the other time. Mini web tool. Yeah, here I'll. Don't listen here, to Lance. On. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> hold on, dude. We don't care about mini web board. Where where did you? Oh, okay. Let's see. Um, do you want to do it now? Do you want to do it at the end of the show? When do you want to do it, Kyle? I want to do oh, it. Yeah, give people a chance to listen. <laughs> I want to do it. At, well, we can't do it now because do you have 200 names into the randomizer? I can in a minute. So then we can't do it now. So the answer to that question, Matt, was no. no. Later. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> it was no. Sorry, Kyle. I shit the bed. We can't do it right now. My bad. <laughs> that is the correct answer. What sir. a fucking hater, dude. <laughs> Hey, if if I'm a hater for speaking the truth, then I guess it's just the way it has to be. No one needs a <laughs> nutcracker because Kyle's fishing on busting nuts. I think uh, Lance is. He's got a very large family. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um. So real quick, why don't we go, to, Kyle? Why don't you go ahead and touch on uh, what what you found cool this week that CGC's doing now? Yeah. Oh yeah. So, Ding light bulb. <laughs> <laughs> it's too busy thinking about randomizer.org. Yeah, you're thinking um, about your fucking little hamster dying on the wheel there. <laughs> fucking CGC. I, I this is brilliant. I think it just it's brilliant. So what they're doing is to help with shipping to get your book safely to them. They will send you a packing kit, box, foam. Cardboard, everything it takes to with the shipping label to get it to CGC. Brilliant. It, it, I mean, yeah, it's like it is free. They'll send it to you. You pack everything up and you send it back to them. I mean, that's genius. Now, do it you probably to, help them too against claims. Do you have to pay <laughs> for for this, or they send it to you complimentary? Matt, pay the fuck attention. <laughs> 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 no, he didn't say a price. He just said if he said it's fucking you. free. <laughs> uh, well, there you go. Hey, I'm putting 200 names free? in a random generator right now. Or does you it cost money? Is it, is it free? Does it cost money? How much does it cost? I'm doing this movie called It's Not Free. So, what's the movie you're doing called? <laughs> Dude, you're you're a hell of an interviewer, man. I'm not interviewing you. I'm just saying you're just showing off your skills. This is what happens. <laughs> Look at that. It blew me away. Wait, 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 wait. I wasn't I wasn't looking. Did you do that on purpose? Yeah. Was that a total accident? No, I did it on purpose. <laughs> of course he's oh, gonna man. say he did it on purpose. I did do it on purpose. Dude, you need to capture that. That's that's the next uh the next meme. <laughs> Uh, of course, he's gonna say he did it on put, purpose. Put that one, and then the one of Corbin. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was fucking funny. Oh, that was awesome. So awesome. 
So awesome. Um, anything, uh, anything good on the hot 10 this week? Um, basically they, uh, it's what's a lot that? of new books. What's that, that Batman issue that came out this week doing to the market? Anything? So let me let me show you here. Uh, Dude, the is the issue before? Did you read the issue before that one? Yeah, it was good. Um, all right, all right. There we go. Um, no, yeah. Um, no, yeah. I don't know. So far, I'm not impressed with with what Tinian's bringing out. I think he's killing it, man. I, I need a little My, bit more. I need a little nice, bit more. Nice pace. It's, it's, it's kind of weaving you around. He's, I think he's killing it. I'm trying to. I know I did it. Holy shit! Did what? <laughs> Rot -row. Yeah, all right. But I'm just, I'm just wondering if uh, his his little reveal of the Joker right, has done anything to the market. Okay. Let me know when you can when I can share your screen. It definitely it definitely is. All right. So uh, the um, uh, gold, I guess they would call it the the gold. He does a golden age book uh, every week as an honorable mention. And uh, this week he's got my secret romance, um, which is interesting because it's usually a like a pre cold horror book or something. And basically, he just says a CGC 7.0 sold this week for a thousand over a thousand dollars, and the um, Overstreet Price Guide says that this is a hundred dollar book. So it's amazing how much these are selling for. Um, the second book is really cool. This is a Adam Hughes cover that is a, a it's a foreign book, foreign comic. I'm not exactly sure where it is, but a beat to shit copy sold for eight, 75 bucks on eBay this week. So, and it's very hard to find. I'm, I bet you Jose would love to have this um, because it's probably an uh, image he's never seen um, of death. But uh, all right. So number 10, this is a good one. Uh, I think I, we've talked about this on here before. I've been specking on this for a while. I would pick this up whenever I find them in dollar bins. This is the first appearance of um, Vision and Wanda's baby. Uh, so obviously which, this is what the twins Wiccan and speed. Yep. So, um, it's, uh, speed and Wiccan. Yeah, that's it. Um, so it's going for $25 to $30, uh, for very fine near mint raw on eBay right now, obviously because of the show, this is no, uh, book number nine. Ag Agret Suko. Ag Agret Suko. That's that. Isn't that that comedy central or uh, not comedy central cartoon network? I have that book. Yeah, it's, it's a Netflix. It's show. a cartoon, right? Netflix. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah, and this is going for ten to fifteen dollars, and it's a brand new book. So oh, I should post pretty, mine on eBay then. Yeah, I, it, do it, man. Um, take take the money while you can. Uh, this is book number eight, The Spire from Boom, and um, he says this is no knock against the book, but I have a hard time including books like this, although they meet the criteria of a hot book. Boom published and. It was options, so that automatically makes this a twenty to thirty dollar book? Question mark. So he always kind of talks trash about why books are going so hot, but he's you know he's got to put it on the list because it's selling for twenty to thirty dollars right now. So th uh, this just got options, and that's why. Uh, Magic order number one, the San Diego Comic Con variant uh, out of two thousand, um, jump 
prices on this jumped from $10 to $25 for RAWs and 9.8s are over 150. And uh, there was an announcement from Mark uh, Millar that uh, this is in production. So that's why this is getting hot. Lois Lane number eight, uh, first appearance of Kiss of Death. So this is a new book uh, that's generating a lot of buzz. So brand new. I think it just came out this week or last week. And it's a 15 plus dollar book on eBay. Here you go, Matt. Number five is uh, the Power Rangers Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, number one, second print, one in 10 variant. And uh, this is a $40 to $50 book right now. So I actually think the second print covers are doper than the uh, the first prints because they're all shredder and they're, he's holding like damaged helmets. And it yeah. looks so much cooler than, than the yeah. actual. So, I mean, 30, 40 to $50 for this book, you know, that's pretty amazing. Uh, number four, uh, another foreign book. So foreign books are super hot right now. Um, and, uh, I really think you can thank, um, some CBS guy, uh, CBSI writers for that. And, uh, this is uh, a book right now that, um, a raw copy sold for $1,400. Uh, and then a couple days later it sold for a very good copy, raw copy sold for $1,900. So this is for those of you guys who don't know. This is the uh, Spanish the uh, uh, version of this of Amazing Spider-Man, and in the Spanish version of Amazing Spider-Man, once they got to the issue where Gwen Stacy died, Gwen Stacy was such a big um, character in the Latin markets that they were like, "We're not going to kill her," and so they continue writing. Um, Jen's Gwen Stacy storylines in the Mexican comic. And one of them, the storyline is she gets married to Peter Parker. And this is the wedding issue. Um, so this is a super, super big book for Spider-Man fans and for foreign collectors and $1,900 plus for a very good copy. And uh, basically that book right there. Yeah. So uh, Thor 372, uh, first appearance of the Time Variance Authority, which... Uh, after people seeing the uh, Loki uh, commercial that for the Super Bowl, you mm -hmm. could see he was wearing the or somebody was wearing the, the the uniform for the TVA. So this used to be a two dollar book. It's going for twenty bucks raw. A perfect example of you know you guys can go f you know use these lists to make money. You'll start looking through dollar bins and uh, sell this book for you know fifteen bucks, twenty bucks. It's worth it. Uh, number two is The Journey into Mystery 622, um, and this is the first appearance of Ikol, and I don't know who that Ikol. is. I -K yeah, I-K-O-L. Um, so it has something to do with uh, a villain in the Loki series. So this is, uh, you know, just like issue three, or number three, that Thor issue, um, spec based on the Loki TV show. Is that who uh, Owen Wilson's playing, I wonder? Wow. I, it could be. It could be. Wow. Yeah. So um, this is a $20 book raw. And then book number one is, is a book that has been on the list before, but a long time ago, and that's Moon Girl number 28. Uh, this is uh, the first appearance of that Omnipotentus, who is like uh, a female Galactus or something, if I remember correctly. And um, this one's just weird. I, I, you know, two years ago is when this book got really hot and came out. Uh, it jumped from a $10 book uh, that has been selling for, you know, a regular price the last couple months to a $50 plus book. And 9.8s are hitting almost $300. Damn. So 
pretty cool. I love, I just, I, I got to give some, uh, a shout out to, to Ben C about how he does the, the, uh, hot 10 list because he holds no punches when he thinks a book is, there's a ridiculous reason that it's, you know, selling, he'll let you know, but he'll still put on a list because he's got to, it's selling for good money. So most of these books won't, will probably not be worth what they're going for now in a month because like we talked about, I think last week or the week before, movie and TV spec is is a dead thing. Uh, you can still make money off of it right away, but uh, the numbers that we were seeing back in the day, you know, for books because of movie and TV spec is, I, I think that's long gone. So, yeah, it seems like it's a flash in the pan now. Well, I mean, he's got a book on number nine that's on there that is on there for the for the TV spec because it's going to be being made into a Netflix series. Yeah, all these are basically TV spec. I mean, the Loki it's stuff. Just, it's just a quick. It's just quick spec, though. Quick, yeah, quick. It's not going to last. Yeah, yeah. So, well, it's it. It's not the same with toys, man. The Morbius, uh, Marvel Legends that came out a couple years ago that was super easy to find. It's impossible to find now. Like it's just gone, and it, I, I wonder how much they're going for. Toys, toys are a different beast because they're well, well. You being a pop fan, there's that pop of the stupid Dr Pepper, uh, little sweet. That's like a hundred dollar yeah. pop right now. What? Yeah, it's a it's going for like a hundred bucks on eBay right now. I didn't even, I didn't even go after it. Like all you had to do is buy three Dr Peppers and send them in. Full. You get that pop. <laughs> Full. No, no. It was like three Dr the, Peppers. <laughs> the labels. You had to send the labels send them in. On back. But I, I don't collect I don't collect any of the ad. Uh, they have a whole ad figures line. And I think it's stupid, so I don't get any of those. So um, kind of touching on what, what Brian was talking about on the hot list with the, the Wicked and Wicked and Speed, what did you guys think of that, that Super Bowl ad for the Disney Plus shows? I thought it was good. I, I really geeked out on a moment that wasn't the moment I thought it was, and I really thought that when they were showing um, Baron Zemo, getting like they're about to shoot Baron Zemo and all the bullets were falling out. I thought that was Magneto. I thought that was Fastbender. So I geeked out for a second thinking, oh shit, they're gonna have Fastbender come back as Magneto because it looked like he was using Magneto powers to make the bullets fall out. Um but it turned out to be the guy that play, plays Zemo uh, Baron Zemo. No it's it's Bucky. It's they're falling out of Bucky's hand. So if you watch yeah, the ad Bucky's holding them and he's like dropping them. Oh, I thought it was. I, see, it's so quick. I thought it was a gun, but you see Zemo's face. Yeah, the, he's confronting Zemo, and then like in his, in his other hand, he's got like his metal hand. He's dropping the bullets out of it. Okay, maybe that's why I thought it was a gun because it was a metal hand or something. But anyways, it was such a quick thing. I was geeking out thinking it was Magneto and Fastbender and you know X Men. They're gonna bring the X Men in. Well, there is that X Men reference in that show that they keep going on about. I think Wanda they visit somewhere. Wanda's going to be your key to bringing the X-Men into the, to this, the cinematic universe. I think that's why there's so much focus on her. She's getting the show and she's supposed to be a main character in the new Doctor Strange movie. I mean, I was kind of like whatever on it until we saw that little clip and it, it's brief, but like it, it, it's got my interest. They're doing it sitcom style. And if you look like each one of the sets that are in that, um, that clip are from different like 70s and 80s and 90s sitcoms. So like they have um, 
like yeah that was cool married with children yeah and i think they have um what's the one that was michael, to beaver michael keaton not michael michael j fox was on um facts of life, facts of life. they had family ties family t- or family ties yes they had family, yeah, family ties. ties they had the brady bunch facts of life was the girls school yep, yeah you see the you take you, the good you take the bad you take it out you got the facts of life Hey, look, he's singing karaoke. He's singing karaoke, guys. <laughs> um, yeah, they had uh, the Brady Bunch was one. Um, they had they had a lot of different like old sitcom sets, and I Love Lucy, and it, it was it it really piqued my interest more than than going before that. But um, Grizzle Geek says, "Did you hear the rumor that Rogue will be in Captain Marvel? Will be." Uh, be the bad in Captain Marvel too. I did not hear that. I heard that. That today. would be awesome. What a great! I heard story she was going to be in it. I didn't hear she was going to be bad though. Well, that's that. That's awesome because didn't she? St- didn't that how she got her powers? Didn't yeah, she steal her powers from Captain Marvel. Well, at or, one point she did, and yeah. yeah, before it was it was the Captain Marvel before Carol Danvers, right? No, it was Carol Danvers. Was it Carol Danvers? Yeah. So that, that's so she steals her powers from Captain Marvel and then eventually turns good again. So she's a bad guy, but then becomes there was, good. There was a, a storyline in X Men where Captain Marvel was like, I remember seeing her like, like as a zombie or as a skeleton or something, and she like sucks all her powers and kills her. I think, uh, you know, let me quit being an idiot and look this up. Yeah, because yeah. that's I thought that's how she got her her abilities. Because Rogue has the ability to take other mutants' abilities, and that's how she got like to be able to fly and all that. Is because she took yeah. that from Captain Marvel. Yeah. So Rogue uh, permanently absorbed. Let's see here. Which they're doing be a good really way to cool get things. rid of Brie Larson, huh? <laughs> yeah, that's like Mike from Grizzly just said. Yeah, she's gonna bring bring Captain Marvel down to size. Oh, she was so hot when she hosted Jimmy. All right, Cameron. so uh, it says here that she was, dude. when Mystique debuted, debuted at uh, her Brotherhood of Evil Mutants, Destiny advises her to keep Rogue out of the action. Advice which proves more important when several members of the new Brotherhood are arrested and imprisoned. Mystique concocts a plan to free the other members of the Brotherhood by having Rogue absorb Miss Marvel's formidable powers. Rogue attacks Miss Marvel in San Francisco on her front doorstep and she is retur- as she is returning home from a grocery store. Due to Miss Marvel's formidable persona, Damn, Rogue, she's trying to get some groceries. Rogue struggles to absorb her powers is prolonged and the transfer of Miss Marvel's psyche and powers is permanent and Rogue then throws her off the Golden Gate Bridge uh, as she battles the Avengers using her new powers. Dope. Yeah. So, cool. I'd like to see that panel fucking her <laughs> throwing her off the Golden yeah. Gate Bridge. <laughs> she better be saying yeet as she chucks her. Yeet. <laughs> <laughs> it says, uh, the more Rogue uses her mutant power, the more her mind becomes filled with fragmentary psychic echoes of the people she absorbs. The permanently absorbed Carol Danvers is completely distinct, albeit dormant, personality in her head, and Mastermind subtly exasperates Rogue's psych- psychological distress as a means of revenge against Mystique. So uh, that's why Rogue turns to Professor, Professor X and the X-Men for help, and that's how she becomes an X-Man. I mean, I'm totally... If, they oh, wonder, cool. if they're going to bring the X-Men into the Marvel Cinematic Universe one by one, or, you know, instead of as a collective, oh. I'm okay with that. 
That's interesting to me. But yeah, by 2027, they'll all be here. Right. <laughs> we don't need to bring them all in collectively, but you can start out you slow. Just said it. You just said it. I'm fine with that. Well, some of them, some of them, I mean, you can, we can, we can bring do, in we, groups. We can, do, we can do, yeah, two or three in some of them. Well, I mean, if you do like an, so, but, so like you could introduce Rogue first, and then you could even introduce Wolverine first, and then kind of gradually to which, where which you one get to. First? To where you get to the which one well, first? Sorry. Okay, you can let me. You can introduce Rogue <laughs> and Captain Marvel too, and then you can introduce Wolverine down the line, and then you can eventually so you get an X Men movie where you can okay, you have you a small gr- group where they make the small X-Men. girl. Wow, man! <laughs> oh my god! What the fuck is going on here? <laughs> I want to see Magneto before anything, dude. Like I, I want to see that interaction with him and Scarlet Witch. Like I want her, I w- I want him to like shatter her world and be like, "I'm your father." Not Star Wars moment, but you know what I'm saying. I don't know how they would do that without establishing him first. Like they would have to establish him first. No, have a whole movie where he's the bad. Do the they really need to establish him though? No, I mean to establish that that's her father. For sure. Because, I mean, how many... you got to think, think of it as being outside of a comic book fan. How many people really know that that's her father? For sure. If all you've seen is just the Marvel movies, how would you know that that's her father? Because you're experiencing that same thing right now with, with Birds of Prey. But do the same. I don't think there's anybody out there that's only ever seen the... Mar- the, the- oh, there are. You don't think there's a, you don't think there's people out there that have only watched Marvel movies and never actually like read the the combo continuity Lance. read into it? Yeah, Lance. <laughs> Not true. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know as much as you guys, but I I've read comic books. I don't think there's enough people to matter. Let me put it that way. Well, I don't know. That the amount of people that went and saw Endgame, I highly doubt that all those people are comic book readers. I would, yeah, I would even, I would even guess that not even fifty percent of those people are comic book readers. Yeah, and they don't, and they don't need to know, but they know who Magneto is. I would, I would guess that the majority. Yeah, but they, they know who he is from the previous X Men movies. Right, like that's the not Scarlet what I, Witch reveal. Yeah. would be out of thin air. They'll know, they'll know who Magneto is. But I'm saying, like, putting the the connection that that's her, fa- that Scarlet Witch's father. Well, oh, you just no, do it the same way. We'd have to establish yeah. that, but that's, he could just show up. Saying. They wouldn't yeah. have to do an explanation of who he is, like a, a movie before. You know, they could. We don't need we'll a whole make movie him the bad either. Make him the bad for 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 one movie, and at the end of the movie, it you find out just like they did with Darth Vader. Yep, I agree. I think they should do it as like one of the little Marvel mid credit clips. That's where you get it. Where, where they introduce him, or where he announces, where he tells her that he's his fa- he's yeah that father. yeah. You know, it'd be awesome. A mid mid credit scene, <laughs> dude. Part of what you said. You, part of what you fucking said. badass, hey, man. Shut the fuck up, dude. That's such a good idea you just came up with, man. How did you right. fucking do that? All right, fucking listen to me. All right, <laughs> he comes in and says to Scarlet Witch, "I'm your father." And then behind him, out comes Quicksilver, walking behind him. That would be badass. In a mid, in a mid credit scene, Quicksilver's dead already, mm-hmm. though. Like, what well, they're gonna bring? But he maybe he's not. Yeah, maybe they can bring him back. Well, I think, I think he's gonna come back. 
I think they're gonna. Nobody ever stays dead. Nobody ever stays dead. Well, I think they'll use Wandavision to bring him back. Because it, it's definitely like I love it. It definitely shows in that trailer her her psyche breaking. Because I love like what is it black and white, and then it like explodes and she like comes out of it and she's in color, but everything else in Vision are still black and white. So mm-hmm. it's going to be interesting to see what they do with that show. And, and the fact that it's only a six episode miniseries, that's it. It's only six episodes. There's not going to be a second season. They're saying it's only going to be this one second season. That's what they're saying. It's going to be this one tie in to lead up to apparently a lot of these Marvel shows are only going to be one season tie ins. That's it. Hmm. So kind of cool though. Yeah. And, and like Ted, Ted, it is cool. Vision, you get Vision is dead too. Technically vision's dead too. So it, it, it's a way for her, them using her screwing everything up and, and fracturing the timeline to bring back black widow and everyone that died in, in Endgame. So, well, not only that, she's creating her children out of right. thin air. Well, you know, I don't so think we need to tell you how vision? children are created, Lance. You got enough <laughs> of them. You got a small army. Well, over there. if they're her and Vision's kids <laughs> and he's dead, where do you think they came from? I'm just saying. Take two to tango, unless yeah. you're Scarlet Witch. <laughs> unless, unless he he's he saw the future and went to a sperm bank real quick before the events of. <laughs> Of Endgame. Yeah, because that's how and that's he, how Andrew or works. or you know he was <laughs> well while she was out gallivanting around with Captain America and he Let's was go to sperm bank. Yeah, well, well he was out gallivanting or she was out gallivanting with Captain America and he was stuck in the Avengers compound. He could have been busting out some knuckle kids and and keeping them in a, a specimen cup and maybe she finds it a little bit of artificial insemination goes on. You don't know Bruce Banner. So the so the Soul Stone the Soul Stone not only gave him intelligence it also gave him testicles. I get it. Yep. Makes sense. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Your wax check said just enough to keep you subscribed to Disney Plus. LOL. That's yeah. <laughs> the next show is going to just be called Vision Balls. <laughs> Vision Balls. <laughs> there they are. There they are. Oh. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm interested to see, like I said, moving forward, the, the effects it has and what Wiccan and Speed do and. Um, like you said, Loki and the, the stuff that was revealed in that, and I, I'm really excited for for Winter Soldier, um, Falcon also. I am too. the the tr- The pieces that they showed from that show make it look pretty good. It Sam, was the one I was most nervous about. Sam Wilson throwing the shield. It looked cool. I don't know how he got you know, superhuman ability to throw the shield like that through a tree, but whatever. Yeah. Um, but we did get, speaking of that, once that was released, though, on their their uh, yearly earnings call, Disney did announce that we're going to get Falcon Winter Soldier in August, Mandalorian Season 2 in October, and then WandaVision in December. So. They're learning. They're not going to come out with one show and then have nothing for months. Well, it seems like one's going to end and the next one's going to start and that one's going to end and another one's going to start. Yeah, until December. And well, I mean, WandaVision, six episodes, it's only going to go six weeks. So it's not going to be that long. Well, it starts Good. It starts in August. No, WandaVision is in December. That would bring you right up. So December, oh. it's going to bring you probably right huh. up close to, maybe close to by a few weeks of the release of Doctor Strange. 
Because I can't remember when Doctor Strange comes out. I want to say May or June of next year, but... Did it say uh, when Loki was going to come out? Loki has not even started shooting yet. Apparently, what? Loki, that that scene, they went to Tom Hiddleston and just had him dress up in the in the suit and say that line. That's it. It is not even oh, started. Really? They have not started shooting. They have not started production. There's not even a script for that movie, that show yet. Wow. And Hawkeye's uh, is on the postponed shelf. indefinitely right now, right? Yep. He's he's sitting on the shelf. Which I wasn't that excited for that show. I was. I was just for uh Kate Bishop. Well, I, I like Jeremy Renner. It's just he's by himself, he's kind of bland. And I don't Yeah. <laughs> Kyle's got it. Yeah, Kyle does have it. <laughs> I don't know. But interesting stuff though. Oh yeah, dude. It's riveting. They should do a show uh, about Rhodey before he becomes Wolver- um, War Machine. I saw In that. It's called Iron Man uh, 1. Yeah. That's <laughs> it's just called Iron Man, bro. And then and then he had a, he switched identities. He lost like 50 pounds and changed. It got a little bit darker and changed his voice. And then he became War Machine. Do you think they're going to do... He, was, he an, saw some real crazy real-world shit and just completely <laughs> changed his his dynamic and became War Machine. Do you think they're going to do like an Ironheart show? Um, I mean, later down the line, because they're trying to bring in those Young Avengers and and stuff, so I think later on down the line you will. I don't know. I guess it just all depends on... I think it's all going to depend on how well... Uh, Falcon, Winter Soldier, WandaVision do, and Loki no, yeah. do. Um, I think they're going to do I think they're going to do really well. I think people are itching for that that streaming service to come out with something new. Uh, probably. <laughs> but you're stupid, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> stupid. <gasps> Oh, Let's give a book away. You want to do it now? Let's give a goddamn slab away. Ooh. You want to do it right now, hour, huh? Bro, you don't want to don't want to wait a little bit, huh? It's been an hour. So fuck it, we'll wait then. I want to get uh so Lance, we talked about this um and in depth last week on Couch mm-hmm. Crunchers. So let's but not I, talk about hold it. On, here. Shut up. <laughs> so what do you put? He's what do trying you, to bring it full circle, you douchebag. <laughs> what do you think of? So we talked. Kyle, stop. What do you? What's he doing? He's muting me, <laughs> and he forgets that we have people that listen to this back on Monday. That and it just makes our audio quality think it sucks because he's muting me like a dick. <laughs> but um Emily Blunt came out last week Emily Blunt was had admitted she had t- <laughs> admitted that she had talks with Marvel and uh so oh, well, you kicked him <laughs> off <laughs> yeah but I can put myself back yeah I know he can put himself back but um she admitted having talks with Marvel and now John Krasinski's uh, campaigning to play <laughs> Reed Richards again. So, what do what do you think? 
think... well, the bits and pieces that I heard when you were speaking, uh, <laughs> sounded like John Krasinski's campaigning to play Mr. Yes, Fantastic. He, he says he wants to play Mr. Fantastic now. <laughs> I think it's awesome, dude. Well, we, we talked, you know, for like, it felt like 30 minutes or something just on that subject about how awesome it would be to have John Krasinski and Emily Blunt as Mr. Fantastic and the Invisible Woman. They have chemistry. We saw it in The Quiet Place. They're, well, they're I married. Well, they're married. I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes you can be in a relationship and that chemistry doesn't translate on screen. Uh, J-Lo and Ben Affleck, for instance. Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman. Kyle, your mom mm-hmm. wants a book. Sorry, she just uh, no, on Facebook right now, Kyle. We have to wait. Yep. So, so we know that their chemistry translates. <laughs> we know that... <laughs> <laughs> we know that their chemistry translates on screen. We've seen it. Uh, we know that John Krasinski wants to be in the Marvel Universe. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? <laughs> oh, man. I had something to say, and I, like... Yeah, see, just, Kyle, you ruined it. If you want to hear what the fuck, whatever they're talking about, go listen to Couch Crunchers. You ruined <laughs> it, and now we got a thumbs down because of your stupid antics. I don't know. <laughs> Your stupid antics have not. Oh, someone did give us a thumbs down. Yeah, I guarantee it was because of that. It's because Kyle's stupid antics. <laughs> no, sir. Well, what? I'm not absolute geek, so I can vote thumbs up. So I just even the scales again. There you go. So fuck that guy. <laughs> All right, go ahead and give your fucking book away, Kyle, because you're not impatient. Not anymore. No, you're gonna do it. You're impatient. You're impatient. No, I don't want to anymore. I'm gonna hit this random number generator. You ready? Nope. I have all 200 names in here. Let's do it. Well, show, you got to show a screenshot of it, man. I will. Mm. Mm. I'm over it. There's the screen share. So what do you think about the about um, Fantastic Four, Lance? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lance. <laughs> hey, you didn't put my name in there, right? <laughs> yeah, but if we, if we pick it, you're not going to win. Just like Kyle okay, can't so, win. So yeah, so run it again if you, if my name yes. pops up. So I'll yeah. feel like a piece of shit. I was going to give it to Kyle, dude. I was I if if his name came up, I was going to give it to him. <laughs> That's what I'd say about that. <laughs> <laughs> I think that the Krasinski thing is a little weird, just because he's campaigning for it. That just seems weird to me every time that happens. And <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't so much say, I want the role. He's saying a lot of people want me to no, be in this he role. Came out, everybody, he came out no, but yesterday and said, I want the role. Yes. He said, I want the role. That's who I want to play. If I was cast in a Marvel movie, that's the role I want. He, he, so he says, said it. He says, you're like, do you have any interest in not shattering people's dreams? Like that was the the line that I took out of his quote. No, he, he any- says I want to play this role. He said I would love to play this role. Bring it up. Yeah. We need to fact check. I'm reading the the article that he shared on the thing. It does say that, but I'm just saying like the the part he said before it I think sets it up to where he's not so, so much of a douchebag. <laughs> That's all I'm trying to say. If you take that one little thing, I want to play that person, he kind of sounds like a douchebag, but you no add way. the thing before it, and it, it lessens the douchebaggery a little bit. That screams enthusiasm to me. Want Who won the, the fucking book? Nobody. 
We haven't done it yet. We haven't done it yet. We well, got it on the screen. Is do you think that Emily Blunt's going to be a good Sue Storm? I do. Yeah. I don't I, know. I'll wait and see. Michael yeah. Stout says fan casting can go both ways. Sometimes you got to be careful what you wish for. That is true. That is very true. Yeah. Yep. But I, I don't see. I think she looks the part. I think she'd be able to do it. I just wonder how old are they? Mid thirties. Old enough. Early for early forties. Late fifties. You don't think <laughs> late fifties? <50s. laughs> Careful, man! And pretty soon they're going to be as old as Betty White. <laughs> right. Early late fifties. No, I just wonder: Would they be wanting to attach themselves to somebody that may not want to stay in the role that long due to age? I mean, why not? That's a good question. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just that's, wondering. No, that's you know, a great like, question to talk about because we forget that a lot of these characters are going to be stuck in a role for a long time. Multiple. Chris Evans know, was. Uh, Captain America for what twelve years? Yeah, think about twenty times. Yeah, think about mm-hmm. what's his name Robert Downey Jr. So, so John Krasinski's forty now. If the movie doesn't get made for three or four years, he'd be forty-four years old, which means by the end of it, he could be close to like fifty-six. Well, it depends on how many movies they have him do, though. Too. Yeah, I'm just saying. Like, do you think that that plays into Marvel's game plan a little bit? Is kind of yeah. Yes, for sure. I mean, if they sign him to a three-picture deal, you know, and they're doing, they make a movie every two years, I mean, I don't see why it would be. What if he's a huge hit? What if he's a huge hit and fans want more of him and stays around longer? Do you think that he's going to get tired of being in a franchise? Chris Evans got tired. Yeah, but let's look at that. Marvel, look at the history. Thor is going to be the first one that's got four movies, right? Captain America got three. Iron Man got three. Four's gonna get Thor's getting four. So it's Spider-Man's about to hit three. So right now you're hitting about you know, their their stride is usually about three movies. You know, well, three standalone movies. Not that's not including crossovers and all that. Oh yeah, if you count that, Captain America's been in what, six, seven? Yeah. But I'm talking like standalone titles for them. Yeah. So I don't I don't think the the age thing I mean three pictures the age thing I don't think is going to be that big a deal for that. Well, and Thor's new movie doesn't even really seem like it's going to be his movie. It sounds like it's going to be Natalie Portman's movie. Well, he's going to be in it, right? but still like Oh yeah, 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 but it sounds like it's going to be mostly centered around her. That's so ter- that sounds so terrible now. Uh, and I, I don't want to see Natalie Portman Thor movie that's so sounds so bad you don't want to see the well when they Thor announced movie? the she's too old when they announced the yeah she's, she's she, still, awesome, she still looks like she's like 14 though yeah. oh here we go um, we're gonna hear about how natalie portman's beat too right burnt, burnt. Not there we go she's burnt <laughs> how old was rdj when he did iron man so that was 2000 Eight? When was that? Iron Man. Two thousand I think two thousand two thousand eight or two thousand yeah, I think two thousand eight. 
is about right. But, 2008, yeah. Or, or is it because now that now that Christian Bale is, it, they're, they're pretty much narrowing down. He's not playing Bedray Bill, and that he's going to yeah. be the villain. Is that is that what really turned you off God to it? Butcher. No, if they do God Butcher, I'm all about it. Apparently, he's not going to be God Butcher either. Really? Yes. Yeah. He's going to be an alien. Yeah, he's going to be an alien. So Robert Danny Jr. was isn't God Butcher like 40, forty-two when he started. He's going to be like a green alien. Isn't God Butcher like a green alien? No, God Butcher is gray. Yeah, but when he's when he's um, before he becomes a God Butcher, he's like he looks different. I don't know. Right Remember, now, right now they're just saying he's supposed to be playing some other worldly, otherworldly alien. Yeah, intergalactic villain is what I say. That's got to be God Butcher. <laughs> Underdog says she's an annoying little fidget. <laughs> from Natalie Portman. She is a fidget. I can see that. I get that. I don't even know what that means, but I get it. <laughs> I like that movie uh, that she did. The alien movie. What's it called? What's the alien movie called that she just did? That oh, yeah. Yeah, The Expanse? No, that's not it. That's a TV show on Amazon. Uh, it was, was Jeremy like- Renner, wasn't it, too, right? Was it or am I getting that one in Amy Adams movie? Yeah, you're up? getting that one mixed up. The one with with uh, what's her name? She goes into that weird forest and yeah, yeah. And there's those like screaming dog things. That movie's yeah. badass, dude. Yeah. And Oscar Oscar Isaac's in it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that one, Matt. Um, Are you I making it? That one, no. no, that's not it. What's it called? I have not seen that one. It's, it's bad. It's a badass movie, dude. I liked it a lot. Oh, dude, it's on my uh, my voodoo account. Voodoo. Voodoo. All right, you want to give away a book now, Kyle? It doesn't matter. All right, let's <laughs> let's, give, let's give away your book now, Kyle. Annihilation. <laughs> All right, how do you want to do it, Kyle? You want to? It doesn't matter. You want to pick a random number and then generate it that many times? No. Yeah, use the dice. Is the dice there? Well, this is a different. This is just pick a random name. So yeah, someone's yeah. name is going to pop up on the screen. Yeah. Yeah, but you got to do it so many times, right? Pick a random number. Is it on there? Here, I'll I'll roll a dice or something. Let's see. Well, no, he has the names listed. It's not going to show you numbers. Yeah, but we want to randomize the names a few times. Yeah. Are they like in order or something? They're in order of when people subscribe, yes. Yeah, but just to make it fair, we're shuffling the... We're shuffling all the names before we pick a number. Gives everybody a fairer chance. All right, here's the dice roller. You ready? I'm going to roll the dice. The number is... 10. So do it ten. So you're gonna spin it ten times, and the ten. Who's ever at the top? Yeah, who's ever at the top is the winner. So do it ten times. That's one, two. (laughs) This is this is riveting radio, guys. Yeah, it is three. (laughs) Ten times is a little ridiculous. Four, ah, ah, (laughs) ah. Five, ah. 
<laughs> We've been waiting to get this book away for a while. This is a big deal, man. It's a big book. All right, here comes number 10. Kyle, what's the book? Tell us the book. Get Fat and Drunk Happy 3LB. <laughs> Kyle won his own book. <laughs> <laughs> There's your winner. Uh, fat, so drunk, Greg, fat Drunk. Greg Fat Drunk and Happy 3LB is the winner. So how is the message being shipping out? So what what's three pounds? Like fat, drunk, and happy three pound. Like, is he three pounds? Three LB maybe maybe he's like three hundred pounds. Is he referring to his male appendage? What is he referring to? Three pounds. Might be three hundred pounds. You never know. Three LB, man. Maybe he's only three pounds. Maybe he's actually a child. A small child. (laughs) Dude, I've never met any small child that's only three pounds, dude. <laughs> his mother is still not holding even, him in not his, even her babies. <laughs> her mother is holding him in his hand as she creates a, a YouTube page just to win a book for him. Baby's first baby's first uh nine point eight CGC graded book. Hey, if if Greg is if Greg Greg three pound Greg is listening, uh comment on the chat. Three pound Greg. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Greg, fat, drunk, and happy. 3LB. Congratulations. Thanks for subscribing. Um, hey, contact Kyle. Where can he contact you at, Kyle? Wherever you find me. <laughs> so now Eight, he has six, to hunt seven, you down five, to get his book. Nine. Yeah. <laughs> He's got to hunt Kyle down to get his book. 8675309. There you go. If a, woman, if a woman named Jenny picks up and doesn't know Kyle, she's lying. Just keep calling. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can contact Kyle or you can uh, send an email to absolutegeekpodcast at gmail.com and we will pass that along to Kyle so that way uh, you guys can correspond to get your book but congratulations man thanks to everybody I just subscribed. I just put your uh, address there you go yay for three pound Greg yay for three pound Greg um, we're gonna do we're, we're talking about what we're gonna do for our next one so we'll let you guys know what we're gonna do for our next digital download when we hit 500 subscribers I, no, I no, think no, no, no. uh I think you guys need to uh, give away Cockasaurus. I'm I'm leaning towards a a uh, hundred dollar Amazon gift card. <laughs> I'm I'm leaning towards maybe a hundred dollar Amazon gift card if when we hit uh, four hundred. Yeah, who knows? I don't know if Amazon's going to draw them in, dude. Your crowd it should be like a hundred dollar Pornhub gift card. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> a year's Pornhub subscription for four hundred subscribers. Well, now now uh, compared to what. Camille Nagiani got, you might have to give him like a 10 year dude just to put them out on par. <laughs> 10 year Pornhub gift card. <laughs> uh, that's, that's funny. Yeah, Pornhub. It's fucking <laughs> <laughs> I love this show, dude, because I don't have to like censor myself. <laughs> you don't have to censor yourself on your own fucking stupid show. Yeah, right. Kyle's just mad because I didn't know he wanted to come on. And I fucked up, but I'm I love you, bro. I'm not mad. We're twinsies, bro. Go, uh, go see Birds of Prey. And, <laughs> go see Birds of Prey, and then you can go on their show tomorrow, Kyle. Fuck that garbage truck. Yes, it came out uh, today. Oh yes, it's I'm bombed, dude. I'm bombed. That yeah, I know a, it's gonna suck, and I have to go see it anyways. It's but. a pile of it's a pile of shit. Really? Is she yes. is she at least good in it? Is no, she good? Honestly, no. I mean, she no, is, but is there no redeeming qualities whatsoever. Dude, I don't want to talk about it too much, but 
I mean, because yeah, we're talking about punch it tomorrow. Punch <laughs> David for <laughs> crutchers. Well, don't, this is don't my do show. Don't do it right? on your own. Right. Manager. I know. I know. I know. But I don't want. He's going to see the movie tomorrow too, and I don't want to ruin it. It's got. Listen. Right now, it's got a, a fresh rating. Sure. It's got like an eighty-six percent fresh rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, get get your ass back in here. Uh, it's got like an eighty-six percent fresh rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, I don't know how. When I look at the the fan ratings and the fan reviews, it to me it screams that uh, Warner Brothers is is buying reviews and are they're putting posting fake reviews. I don't um, know if that's it, dude. Because I've seen. I th- I think it has something to do with the the female thing because every woman that I've met that have seen it they all love it. Here's here's the thing: if you're not a comic book fan, okay, if you and I'm gonna say, if you're not a comic book fan and you know nothing of these of this other than Suicide Squad, you'll love this movie. If you love Suicide Squad, you'll love this movie. If you're a comic book fan and you know your knowledge and you're at least a little bit knowledgeable about these characters. You're not gonna like this movie at all. Do they? Do Max. Do they go? Max really like storyline. What, Brian? Do they go against the comic storyline? So this is not a Birds of Prey comic storyline. How? Okay, let's put it this way: we've we've got a group of of comic knowledgeable people here. How would you describe Black Mask as a villain? Like a mafia guy. Yeah, he's kind of like a ruthless gangster, right? Yeah. Okay. Ewan McGregor does a fantastic job with what he's got, but in this movie, Black, Ma- Black Mask plays a flamboyant, insecure yeah. club owner. Yeah. Who, yeah. You know. Well, they probably couldn't make him. They probably couldn't make him that mobster thing because they tried that in the last Suicide Squad movie. She Harley with has Joker. I mean, Harley has her one hyena. She's got one hyena. So the Harley, the Harley you're getting. The design of it is Amanda Connors, Harley Quinn. I mean, they show her doing the roller derby. She's got the roller skates. You know, she she's Amanda Connors, Harley Quinn. The what this movie suffers from is the fact that Warner Brothers still does not get the dynamic, the the Joker Harley Quinn relationship dynamic. They're not star-crossed lovers. They were not they've never had a loving relationship. She is a tool to him. Joker uses her. She, the, yeah. she is a tool to him. She is a, a tool in his toolbox. So it, it's not like they had this big loving relationship. And they play on that throughout this whole movie that like her and jo- Joker breaking up is this, is this big deal. And Harley Quinn, they, Harley Quinn is a very strong female character. And they've been clamoring for a long time. We want a, a strong female lead comic book movie. We want strong female characters. You have one, and you wasted it. They yeah. make Car- Harley Quinn so codependent on male characters in this movie. It's ridiculous. Like, she can't function. Har- they, they basically make her, like, she's got dumb luck. They make her look like an idiot. So what do they say about Joker in this? really nothing it started what you saw in the trailer is pretty much the beginning of the movie she talks about breaking up with the joker and you see a little bit of her past they do touch on her her supposed um her being queer where she goes both ways she likes men and women they talk about her dating a woman in the past and this and they kind of they kind of give her a new what so they kind of give her a new backstory too what's harley quinn's original 
um, origin story. Well, she's a she's the Joker's therapist. Yeah, right. And then he kind of gets into her mind and makes her go crazy. So, is there ever a time in the comics where they talk about her being adopted and passed around from foster home to foster home? No. Before she become decides to uh, go on her own and and put herself through college. Nothing. No. That's her new origin story. Spoiler alert. I always, I always kind of, I think what makes her a more intriguing character is that before she met Joker, she was like really put together and like, like yes. she had her shit all, all in a straight line and then meets the Joker and he completely like just fucks up her whole life. Yes. I don't like the fact that she comes from a troubled past. That doesn't make any sense because then her transition into who she is now is kind of mm-hmm. expected. Like she's always teetering on that mental break. Tim, our listener, Tim put this the best way. This movie is like the writer sat down, watched Deadpool two and said, let's remake this with the female character with female leads. That's so shit. Because That's- she, she breaks the fourth wall throughout the entire movie. So she narrates the entire movie and it, it starts. And then Wait, when they introduce a new character, who said that that was only for the commercials. I'm gonna have to go back and watch the show. I don't remember, but like I talk shit about that. Yeah, you did for the commercials. But so she yeah. does that, and whenever they introduce a new character, they go back. She's like, "Well, let me start from the beginning." And so you've got you're seeing Harley Quinn at different points in this movie, and like there's one point where she's the most Harley Quinn is is when you see her like dancing on the the stripper pole in the commercial. That she does some stuff in that scene where she's the most Harley Quinn. And after that, it's like she's a damsel in distress. And so the it, only reason I'm going to see this movie is to see Margot Robbie on a stripper pole? You, it, but it's not even like it's exciting because she's fully clothed. Like, I think, I think honestly, after seeing Birds of Prey, it, it really solidifies the fact that me personally, I think, and I'll be interested to see what you say tomorrow after you see the movie, it's time for them to dump this universe and restart, refocus. If they want to keep her playing Harley Quinn, that's fine. But they need to refocus this movie and and really understand these characters. I think what they're doing is instead of keeping it because everybody bitched when they were dark and gritty, and then so now they're making it lighthearted, and they're making it more. I would say Marvelish. It's a little. It's a little more. Dude, I've, I've said for a long time, Shazam is DC's attempt to make a Marvel movie. And I think I think they 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 found the success of that, so they're trying it again. You can see DC going in a new direction. You know what everybody's going to do now? They're going to bitch. Yeah. <laughs> it. I, I well, just think we don't want we don't want another Marvel. We have Marvel. We don't need another Marvel. We want to see movies that are true to these characters. Mike, the Marvel Mike. thing works because it's kind of in line with what we've read. You know, Spider Man. His demeanor and the way he acts on screen is is what I remember as a kid reading Spider-Man comics. This, you know, he's a little bit more timid in the movies, but for the most part, it's pretty similar. Like, I don't know. Yeah. So the only scenes of Joker you see of her in this of him in this movie are are flashback scenes and reused scenes from Suicide Squad. There's no fresh. Well, yeah, Joker he's not going to come back. No. He's, and, he won't come back. They pissed him off with the Joaquin Phoenix thing. And like, so she, the whole thing is like, the whole story is like, she's protected. Dude, I, text, I text him today. She's protected from the the other crime bosses because she's Joker's girlfriend. And the way she announces that she broke up with him is by blowing up Ace Chemical. 
which you see in the trailer. And then that sets off who Jared Leto. I texted him today. (laughs) And so that sets off like black mask coming after her. And you see some other like goons coming after her and and stuff like that. So Huntress, Huntress has a a very comic book accurate back um, backstory in it. You see her a little bit. Um, Cassandra Kane, they changed hers completely. She's a she's a little pickpocket. She's not. <laughs> she's a little pickpocket in the movie. She's not like she is in the comic books. Is she a badass in the movie? Not really. No, she really doesn't do anything. Which one is this? Which one is this? Um, Cassandra Kane. Her whole thing is that. Um, so Huntress's family's <laughs> Tim McGraw. Huntress's family's <laughs> fortune is hidden when they when they met, when they wipe out her family, and she's the only one left alive. It's hidden, and the the codes to find it are written on a diamond. So Cassandra Cain swipes the diamond from Victor Zaz, and she swallows it. So the only reason she's in this movie is because the diamond is in her fucking stomach. That's it. And and Harley Quinn makes a deal to hand her over to Victor Zaz and Black Mask in order to get the heat off of her, uh, since she no longer has the Joker's protection. And that's what brings all these these characters together is um, Black Canary's trying to save her and, and Huntress is kind of just there. And Montoya's kind of just there too. And they, they form this this group because they're being surrounded by, by Black Mask's thugs at the end of the movie. There's no plot to this movie. They don't give you a reason to care about these characters. It's... I, I think it, I think her portrayal of Harley Quinn was so much better in Suicide Squad than it was in this movie too. So, so it just goes back to having Harley. Go ahead, Brian. It just goes back to the saying that you know script is key. It's got to be written good. Who wrote this? Which is a shame because I don't even know who this is. Sandra Kane is a fantastic character, and she's even as orphan, she's like one of the the most fan favorite characters in the Bat Family. Mm-hmm. And they don't. She's just a pickpocket. It doesn't go back to her father being an assassin and and all that. She's just a random lowly pickpocket that was stole a gem from the wrong person. And decided to swallow it. That sucks. So they do even. And your your whole thing about the Marvel movie is one hundred percent dead on because they give you a moment a, a Marvel shawarma scene moment at the end of the movie. So you get one of those two. And it's just like, this isn't Harley Quinn. Like you, you expect Harley Quinn to be able to stand on her own two feet, and she's she's she doesn't. She's like a victim or like a damsel in distress the entire movie, and and expects everyone else to try to get her out of her her flubs. Yeah, what a it's such, what a, it's such a shame too, dude. Because Mary Elizabeth Winstead is in this movie, and I like her a lot. Scott Pilgrim is like one of my favorite movies. This woman can't catch a break, dude. No, she can't. And she doesn't do a bad job as Huntress. The final... In every movie I see her and she doesn't do a bad job. It's everybody else's fault that this movie's flop. If you've been paying attention to Twitter or or social media at all, the final fight scene was leaked like a week ago. And it's so poorly choreographed. There's a part where you can tell Mary Elizabeth Winstead is on a wire has a wire team on her when she's doing stunts. They they go to this fun house and she's jumping between these things and like 
her feet doesn't even touch them. You can see like she's not making a move to where she she looks like she's swinging across. Like it, it's bad. The choreography is bad. Harley Quinn is on in heels, and then all of a sudden, next scene, she's in roller skates, and they make light of it because they're like, "Oh, when did she have time to put skates on?" You, you know, they they covered up a plot hole by doing it like. It's like, oh well, we we forgot to connect this, so we're just gonna take care of it through dialogue. They they try to give her the unreliable narrator. Yeah. Trope. Yeah. Oh, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. And like I said, I think a lot of these people that are giving this movie such great reviews are are people who who love, like I said, love Suicide Squad the movie, or they're they don't know much about these characters outside of the the film universe that's built. Well, you saw, so Max liked Suicide Squad. Max has really liked everything DC's come out with. And he, you, so you're did you see that point, text? His point is invalid. No, he doesn't like this movie. He doesn't he, like this movie. He didn't like it? No, let me see. Uh, Birds of Prey, this is the exact quote from Max. Birds of Prey was aggressively mediocre. Yes, I agree. And Sam said, I really tried to be excited by it. Best part was Ewan. Uh, I'm not going to spoil it. I shouldn't spoil it. Something happens to Ewan McGregor. Oh, at the end? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. You and should. Said it I should have saw the movie, yeah. <laughs> but um, uh, but it's, it's incredibly disappointing, dude, because Warner Brothers just doesn't know. They can't get out of their own way. They need to hire filmmakers that have a vision and let them, you know, kind of go about their vision. I think that's Shazam. You didn't like Shazam so much, no, but I don't no. have any connection to that character. I don't know any of his backstory. I, I knew bits and pieces, and I'm a big fan of Zachary Levi, so that's why I liked it as well. But um, I thought Shazam was the first time that they actually got out of the filmmaker's way and allowed him to make the movie that he wanted. I, I'm tempted. And I to think spoil it. Michael, I think it's the best movie of all of them. Michael Stout says, "Spoil it," and I'm tempted to just because Do this it. movie is complete bullshit. Spoil it. So, so at the end of the movie, um, I'm I'm gonna do it. I don't care. Ewan McGregor captures Cassandra Kane, and he's wa- he's running through this pier, and it's like this foggy pier, and and I'm still um, here. I'm still listening. Harley Quinn chases him, and. That's when you get the, she goes, you know, everyone's afraid of the Joker, but they should be hard, afraid of me because I'm fucking Harley Quinn. And she goes to shoot him. She's got one bullet in her gun. Goes to shoot him, misses. <laughs> and he goes, you missed me. You're a complete idiot. And I was like, yep, she, she is. That's exactly it. And Cassandra Kane goes, hey, Harley, remember that ring you gave me? And she, and, and she had a grenade. So she pulled the pin on the grenade. You see the grenade pin on her middle finger. And like she runs away and they knock him over the, or he like explodes into a million pieces because of the grenade. That That's how Stupid. black mask is, is dealt with. Stupid. Yeah. She's got like the, they have a million dollar character in Harley Quinn. You have a million dollar property you're working with a property. You could sell movies based off of, but they can't get her right because they're, they're so focused on this Joker Harley Quinn relationship that they have completely wrong. They don't, they're not star crossed lovers. They don't have a loving relationship. She's nothing more than a means to an end or a tool to the Joker. That's, that's it. That's it. It's a shame. It's a shame. 
it's just I don't know. I thought you were gonna say she misses and like hits a propane tank behind him and no. it starts leaking and nope. Like they that do in cooler. every fucking movie. That would make more yeah, sense. Yeah, they've done it a million times. Yeah, that would make know. more sense. And like, like it, this movie's laughable. Like when she drives into Ace Chemical, like you see like fireworks going off in the background. Like there's like someone like wrote a little bottle rocket and it's shooting out into the air and like spinning around and then explodes and it with like fireworks and stuff. So a lot of a lot of this is based on a lot of why this is bad is the writing and the directing. Yes. So let me ask you this: They well, I don't they think the directing is to bad. Hire, I don't think the directing that it's it's the writing. One hundred percent, I'm going to say it's the writing because I think the, the writing and editing are are what make this movie terrible. So they strive to find a female writer and female director for this movie, and it's nothing against. Uh, female writers or directors because there's some outstanding ones penny marshall comes to mind but do you think that them putting so much effort into finding a female writer or director instead of just finding the best writer or director for this movie do you think that that is going to begin to negatively impact these movies i think what negatively impacts these movies is that they clearly don't understand these characters and it shows in this, in this film. It shows a lot. In my opinion, they don't understand what they have. They don't understand relationships. They don't understand. First of all, they don't understand the birds of prey was originally started with Batgirl. Why wasn't Batgirl mm-hmm. in this? Why are you going to throw Harley Quinn in the Batgirl role? You know, and that, that's where that they wanted down. another Harley Quinn movie. They wanted yeah. another Harley Quinn movie. And, then give her you know, a movie. Was I was saying, I was telling my buddy Brent last last night when we left the movie, like he when I go to I like going to movies with him because he's very he's very animated when he's watching movies. He's having a good time. He's throwing his hands up in the air. He's cheering. He's he's very animated in the theater. He sat there and just stared and like he he would turn on his side and just sit there. He he was like he he one time nudged me and goes, "Are you enjoying this movie?" Because and I was like, "No, not at all." He was like, "Good," because this is a pile of horse shit. And I was like, yep. And it, it just it's not fun. It's not a fun movie for me. I mean, if you like Suicide Squad, you'll love this movie. I hated Suicide Squad. I didn't hate Suicide. I didn't like Suicide Squad, but I didn't hate Suicide Squad. I didn't I didn't like it because of Jared Leto mainly. And I thought Will Smith kind of phoned it in a little bit. But kind of back uh, to your, well, I'm sorry, go ahead, finish what you were gonna say. But I don't know the DC, the DC universe in general, it just, it's lost for me, dude. Unless Warner brothers can get out of the way. I mean, look what Todd Phillips did. Look what, um, look what, uh, the guys that did Shazam did look what, um, Christian, uh, or not Christian Bale, uh, who Christopher Nolan did with those Batman movies got completely out of the way. And those movies were, hits whether you like shazam or not but it still did well enough to merit a sequel i mean look i don't i don't care for the shazam movie i have my issues with it i've watched it probably 10 times it's not a terrible movie it's nowhere near as bad as suicide squad it's not a terrible movie but to me it's just kind of like a a, a whatever movie it didn't i don't know it just didn't well do you have do you have a did you have an interest in shazam before the movie like was he a character that you followed before not not typically no because he he falls under that that superman-esque character that i don't really 
care for. I mean, I have the same issue. Like, that's why I don't really like care for the Hulk or Superman. I don't like these invincible, like damn near unbeatable characters. Oh, I agree. My favorite characters are, are the ones that have serious flaws. Yeah. Well, that's why Spider-Man is my all, one of my all time favorites is because Mm -hmm. of how he's like every, the everyday man. My favorite X-Men is Nightcrawler. He teleports and he, he uses sword fighting and stuff like that. That's, that's it. You know, my favorite outside of Spider-Man, my favorite Marvel character is Ghost Rider or go. Well, even Ghost Rider there, there you see, it's just, I don't like these superly overpowered characters. It just, unless it's Wolverine. Well, even <laughs> then, even then with Wolverine, like I, I give it a little bit to Wolverine because he's not like, un, he's not damn near unbeatable. He's unkillable for the most part, but you know, he still gets his He's ass kicked. Pretty unbeatable. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. He has he has his moments, but if you were if I was to take all my favorite characters, he would be at the top as far as invincibility. Yeah. You know, but it I don't so going back to your original question, I don't think that them searching out the the female direct, or female writer and director is the problem. I think the problem is the clear lack of of knowledge and I think effort that went into this. What I'll, I'll be interested to hear what you say tomorrow on, on Couch Crunchers because I literally sat there and was like, "This is Deadpool two. Everything in here is Deadpool two. Like, the, see, the but scene, Deadpool two wasn't bad. Like, no, Deadpool it wasn't. 2 wasn't as good as Deadpool one. But the problem but was with it that, more so that you've seen it all before is why you didn't like it. No, I didn't like it because, like I said, they don't understand the character. I'm a, I'm a Harley Quinn fan. I love Harley Quinn. Uh, give me more Harley Quinn, but not like this. Get I just want him to do it right. I would want to see yeah. a Harley. I want to see maybe not as as like character study as Joker was, but I'd like to see a Harley Quinn movie like that done like that, where you see it. Her really dark. Do a little bit of her. Yeah, really dark. A little bit of her. Her time as a therapist. See some of her therapy sessions with the Joker. And see what drives her into madness, and then see the aftermath of that a little bit. You know, you know what would have been badass at the end of that. Joker no, I don't. Movie but I'm sure you're gonna tell me. <laughs> <laughs> at the end of that Joker movie, when he's sitting in that psychiatric hospital, and uh, Harley Quinn is the one that that would have been awesome. That would have been a fantastic yeah. way to end that movie. Yes, but um, like Michael Sass said, Magneto fucks him. That's right. Magneto rips his adamantine skeleton right out of him. So, no, I I know that, but Hulk rips he, his arms like, off at one point. Like, yeah, he he gets fucked up, but he still keeps coming. Like, yeah, but Superman's been killed before. Yeah, as well. Like, they've all been killed before. So you're gonna find instances for all these characters where they had a moment where they were killed. I mean, Thanos beat the shit out of Hulk in that movie. Yeah, you know, to the point where Hulk didn't even want to come out. So you're you're gonna find instances like that. I'm just saying. Wolverine out of the characters that I love, he's the most indestructible. Yeah. But that, I mean, that's, that was my issue with birds, but like the, the character background, there's no plot in this movie. Like their plot is very weak and these characters, they give you no reason to, to want to root for these characters whatsoever. There's like no character development between the new people they bring in and uh, like all their, their development is done through, through the narration of Harley Quinn. So like there's just there's this uh, this movie if you're a comic book fan going into this movie it it lacks it, an offering to you if you liked Suicide Squad you'll like this movie but if you're a comic book fan going because you're like oh man Birds of Prey it 
you're going to walk out disappointed. I got to tell you, though, I was never that amped about this movie anyways. I wasn't at the first In trailer. Fact, I'm not... I'm not amped about the new Wonder movie coming Wonder Woman movie coming out either. I wasn't at the first trailer and then the second trailer came out and I was like, "All right, you got me. This looks interesting. Let's go. Let's see what happens." And then yeah. it just no. And then you see the movie and you're like, "Nope, I wish I wouldn't have have seen this cuz I mean, like I said, there's so many tropes of Deadpool 2. Deadpool 2 when he puts the the cocaine under the mask and slaps his face. You know, there's a cocaine scene in, in this movie where Harley's getting shot at and the bullets are busting open this thing of cocaine and she sniffs it in to and like goes adrenaline mode to go attack the people that are are coming at her. And that there's a scene there where the court when I say the choreography is so bad, there's a scene there where the guy is like literally at her chest with a shotgun and he could have shot her and she he he does nothing and she takes him out. She she lays waste to a, a Gotham PD with a beanbag launcher and you're in a police station full of go- cops with guns but not a single one of them went for their gun this, and they gave her time she has time to reload this beanbag launcher and shoot more people oh, and man. not a single cop in this precinct with guns is, is drawing their gun to shoot at her I'm about this close to canceling my ticket tomorrow like it's it, it's not well, go see it. Go see it and tell me what you what, if you have a difference of opinion. But I'm telling you right now, man, it is it is not a good movie in my opinion. Well, like I said, the only people that I've heard say good things about this movie are women, and I just Damn, don't think it's going to speak to me. That's sexist. I'm lines. not. Tr- I'm not trying to be, but. Captain Marvel was the same way. Like, Lance Pepperoni's opinions are those of his own and do not in any way reflect <laughs> the opinions of the Absolute Geek podcast. I I don't know. I think that they could do a movie that speaks to women's empowerment and also make it a good movie. Like Wonder Woman I thought was great. The, the original one. I yeah, really liked one. Wonder Woman. Yeah, I really liked Wonder Woman. And Wonder Woman was an empowering female led movie and captain marvel and and it sounds like birds of prey are just pandering it just yeah. feels like pandering but that's that's enough well i'm sure we'll talk in depth tomorrow on your guys's show but that's just kind of my little rant about it firsthand for our audience is that birds of prey i mean go if you want to see it go see it i i no way want you to take what what i say about the movie is as a means to be like, don't see it, don't see it, go see it, form your own opinion. But as, as someone who knows the characters, it's not, I I sat there and I rolled my eyes and I was like, where are you getting this from? What is this crap? Like this isn't, this isn't right at all, but let me ask you a question. The, um, the cartoon that's on DC universe, Mm -hmm. is that any good? It's fantastic. The cartoon is the perfect representation of what Harley Quinn, what a Harley Quinn movie should be. So why can they get the cartoons right, but they can't get these movies right? Beats me. Because I think well, it's, it's who they're hiring to write them. And how much involvement do the, the big people at DC, the DC brass have in these movies? But do they know that, like, don't these people at Warner Brothers know when they're reading a script that it's a bad script? That just doesn't make sense to me. You would, you would hope so. 
You would think so. Well, the Harley Quinn and Batman animated movie with the uh, Swamp uh, Swamp Thing that was in it was a Swamp Thing that was in it. The one where she bones Dick Grayson. Yeah, that movie was god awful. Yes, it is. It's like, terrible. <laughs> like one of the worst animated DC movies I've it's, ever seen, and I saw Killing Joke, and Killing Joke pissed me off. Uh, like it's terrible. So I don't know. Maybe they just get one out of every five, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't but know, man. I don't. I don't understand. Like, I, they did so well with Joker, and I know a lot of people, Kyle particularly, didn't care for Joker. I know there's a lot of people that listen to us that didn't care for Joker, but I think I think they did a lot right with Joker, and they showed that they can make a good comic book movie. But then you get back to the to these movies, and I just I don't know. I, I think they figured. Harley Quinn in your title role is going to be a home run. And it just goes to show if you don't have good writing, if you don't have good writing, you're not going to have a good movie. They should have. I mean, you have issues in that logic. If you just look at Iron Man two or Iron Man three, right? You have, or age of Ultron, you have these characters in it that usually like, yes, they bring the clout, crowds, but those aren't good movies in the Marvel grand, um, you know, uh, canvas Scheme that it's things. created. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Ch- Ch- Chad, to answer your question, I love the Heart. Like I said, I love the Harley Quinn animated series. It's it's fantastic. Uh, I'm not up to it. I've seen about four episodes of it, but the way they portray Harley in that is great. Um, you know, I, I wish the movies could do more of that, but they're they're not. It's Kaylee Kuko, right? Yeah. Is it Kaylee Kuko that does mm-hmm. the voice for her? Oh, I love her, dude. So she's one of the hottest women women on planet Earth. I didn't dude. I didn't care for it at first because I didn't like Alan Tudyk playing the Joker, but I kind of got over it. Um, but I I mean it's it's a fun movie to watch or show to watch, but you just don't get you don't get that Harley in in these movies. It's it's not the same. But. So now that I've beat Birds of Prey to death, let's move on. To, yeah, what are we going to talk about tomorrow night? Yeah, let's uh, <laughs> move on to let's talk about what what are your thoughts on uh, the potential of Sam Raimi taking over uh, Doctor Strange? I fucking love it, dude. You like when I saw, off? well, they told so what what I've heard about this movie, it's going to have this horror element, right? right. Mm-hmm. Sam Raimi. Even though it's campy horror, like Evil Dead is kind of campy, right? Mm-hmm. But Sam Raimi, when it comes to horror, is one of my all-time favorite directors and, and screenwriters and stuff when it comes to that genre. And Spider-Man 2 is still one of my favorite comic book movies of all time. Like, I think Sam Raimi is connected to the characters, these characters specifically, with the Marvel Universe. Mm-hmm. I think that he has a nose for horror uh, when he's directing it, when he's producing something. No, I'm not. I'm not up for that. Uh, Cause I think he did the grudge. If I'm not mistaken, did he produce the new grudge that came out? Uh, I can't remember. I can, I think he, up. I think he produced it. I think he produced the new grudge and that is the worst movie I've seen in a long time. Really bad. That movie's even worse than The Turning, which is almost the next worst movie I've seen in a long time. Yeah, but uh, he's a producer on it, yeah. Yeah, he can't he can't pick a good movie to produce where shit. 
He's just that's not his strength. But directing, I think uh, I think he can knock this out of the park. I really do. And I think that by having Sam Raimi might make the Spider-Verse movie actually happen. I think he could convince Tobey Maguire to Dude, get I back in the, in the suit. I don't think that Spider-Verse movie is ever happening. Tobey Maguire is too damn old. You're not going to get him back in a spandex suit. He's he's got Put a dad bod now. You're not. It's not gonna happen. But dude, that's what made the cartoon so good was Jake Johnson's yeah, dad bod old Spider Man. I, I know, but I don't think you're gonna get. I don't think it's gonna happen. You're not gonna. See I it. don't know, dude. I don't know, man. There's a there's so many reports saying that it could happen that it's hard to deny. There, it's not at least been discussions. Yeah, I just I don't know. I don't see it. I don't see it. But that doesn't mean it won't happen. But that's that's a lot to try and to bring in just for Sam Raimi directing a, a movie because he's going to direct Doctor Strange 2 to no, say, like to pinpoint those. I but. don't think that that's the reason they'll bring him in. I don't think that's the reason they're bringing him in. I think the reason they're bringing him, him in is that he's a very good horror director. Like I think that's his strength is the horror genre. I, just I mean don't. Spider-Man 2, Spider-Man 2 the best scenes of that movie is like when uh Doc Ock is on the um the operating table and they're trying to remove the uh the his the arms from his back and the arms start going crazy and it looks like this b horror movie where it's killing all the doctors and stuff like that is one of the coolest parts of that movie Mm -hmm. you know because that is sam raimi like the blood and the splatter and like if they go the horror route for dr strange sam raimi could be a perfect fit because he gets humor and he gets horror Michael Stout says, as long as Bruce Campbell shows up, I'm happy. Yeah, I don't know. What do you think, Kyle? Nothing. You don't think nothing? Yeah. Why? You're not down for Sam Raimi doing Doctor Strange? Oh, I like Sam Raimi. He's one of my favorite directors. So do you think he will? he's going to do I a good job you, doing Doctor Strange? <laughs> he's, a, he's a good director. Of course he is. Yeah, if you look at his producing credits, he he's a better director than he is a producer. So if they just bring him in as a producer and screenwriter, I'll be pissed because then the movie's going to suck. But if they bring him in as a director, I think it's going to be amazing. Yeah, be Only because I really want them to visit this horror. Marvel, ha- and I've said it several times on, on my show, Marvel has a really good way of taking their characters and then taking familiar uh, kind of storylines like they did with Ant-Man being a heist movie and stuff like that. Like horror is not something that they've really touched on yet. No, it's not. And so I'm excited. I'm excited to see that. Like, cause I think Dr. Strange and his powers and being able to go through different um, planes of existence and stuff like that could really add something to the horror element. And there's nobody better that gets humor in horror than Sam Raimi. I can't think of anyone unless it's uh, Edgar Wright, but Edgar Wright kind of already burned that Marvel bridge. Yeah. I don't know. I'll be, I'll be interested to see what they do. Um, I, I just, I don't know if Sam Raimi is going to be able to, you think he's good enough to pull off the visuals and, and what you're going to need for this movie? Yeah. Uh, okay. So there is a movie that he did. That's not very good but the visuals in it are striking. He did Oz, the great and powerful that Disney movie. Okay. And it has really good like visuals. Like as far as a director standpoint, the story is garbage, 
But as far as a director standpoint, like that right there should show you that he has the ability to, uh, to make it work visually. He knows what needs to be done. Yeah, he knows, dude. Like he's he's a good actor. You look at at he's this a good list actor. of stuff that he's or a good director. Sorry, <laughs> you look at this list of stuff that he's directed, and I mean, not to mention the Evil Dead stuff, but or Spider Man. But he did. Um, let's see here. He's done. A he lot did of stuff. a lot of stuff. He's done a lot of stuff. <laughs> Evil Dead, Army of Darkness, Evil Dead Two, Evil Dead Two. The, he, I'm looking. I'm I'm looking at it, and I'm trying to think of something I can name. Oh, Drag Me to Hell was was a pretty good one. Was that the one where um, they follow the, the thing follows them around, like they have to pass I've never it? Seen it? I think that's the one where they there's like a a being that's going to kill somebody, and they're going to get killed unless they pass it to another person. So they essentially have to pass their curse to another person, and then that being goes after that new person. So they have to sacrifice somebody else to save themselves. I watched a movie like that. It's called Truth or Dare. Yeah, I've never seen that one. They have pops. Was that on Pornhub, Cal? No. <laughs> was, that, was that on Pornhub? Oh my god! Is that your is that your genre of the month? Truth or Dare. Truth or Dare? No, some dumb horror movie. Have you seen the, yeah. the dumb on horror movies? Have you seen the movie Friended? Where they're, it's like all of them on like Facebook chat, like and and oh, like I saw the trailer and, for that. Yeah, they're like getting friend requests from people and, and shit, and yeah, it's stupid. Uh, you know what movie is really good that kind of has a similar uh premise where uh, it's all based on like a Cho movie monitor. What is, what's his name? Um, John Cho, John Cho the yeah. one John Cho where he's looking for his daughter, yeah. That movie was good, dude. That was a good fucking movie. The twist. And halfway end, yeah. through, I'm like, yeah, half halfway through the end, I'm like, what the hell am I watching? Like, is it ever going to go outside of this computer monitor? So, what was that called? I can't remember. Missing, I think. I don't. I don't remember. That movie surprised me how good it was. But speaking of, uh, on the topic of movies, Harrison Ford, Kathleen Kennedy has come back and said that they're not going to recast. Harrison Ford for Indiana Jones Indiana Jones Five. So, are you guys have any interest in a fifth Indiana Jones installment with Harrison oh, Ford? I mean, always Indiana Jones in a wheelchair. Who doesn't want to see that? Yeah, always. <laughs> you think they're gonna? You think they're gonna let him uh, roll the, the the salt and pepper hair? Or you think they're gonna dye his hair? Well, he uh, had gray hair in the last him. one, didn't he? Yeah. They're gonna age him. They're gonna keep him aged. I don't know. I just don't see the a one with uh, the one with <laughs> flying around in a whip. The one with Shia LaBeouf. Oh the one God. with Shia LaBeouf. Didn't he have gray hair? Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Is that what mm-hmm. it's called? Isn't that the one? That's the same one where he survived a nuclear blast in a uh, a refrigerator, right? Yep. Yeah, they find the aliens in that yeah. um, like secret fort or whatever. That was like terrible. a like a bunker warehouse thing. My favorite Indiana Jones is is Raiders. Oh yeah, that's everybody's favorite. <laughs> <laughs> the Raiders of the Lost Raiders of the Lost Ark. Raiders of the Lost Ark is considered like one of the greatest movies ever. But 
I don't know. I just I'm not. Like you look at a list of uh, the hundred best movies, and normally Raiders of the Lost Ark would be on there. I just think it's time to let it go, Rocky. Let it go. Like I know they moved on to Creed, and he's Sylvester said he's done, but like the Rambo, let it go. Indiana Jones, I didn't watch let it go. One. Yeah, it's. You don't know. call him Indy. You call him Doctor Jones. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Short round. <laughs> um. You don't think like a reboot scenario would work for Indiana Jones, like they did with Creed? What? What did they? I think they kind of tried it with yeah, the last. Say, didn't one, they try though, to huh? do that with with Kingdom of the Crystal Skull and it, it failed? Well, that's because you had George Lucas too much involved with it. Well, <laughs> too much Lucas, not enough Spielberg. Is that what? You're, what did what George Lucas? Yeah. What did George Lucas wanted to do? He wanted to uh, have Star Wars go into like the micro universe or something like that did you guys see that no like instead of where disney went he was gonna have him go almost like ant-man and doctor strange how they go into like the quantum realm uh-huh. i read something like that that they were gonna go like into this like miniature someone, someone fact check that article please right. i need to find it <laughs> fact check that article uh which one what episode seven is the force awakens right um yes Yes. Let me see if I can find it. Max was talking about it on our show, and he showed me the article. I just need to. Know oh, if Max said up. it, it must be true. If it's Star Wars, if it's Star Wars, I believe him over yeah, anybody. I believe anything. So Max let me says. see. Max says it, it must uh, be true. Hold on. Well, well guys, keep talking as I'm looking for it. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, boss. Yeah, thanks, boss. Because we've never done this before. Well, I don't. I don't want to be. You know, I don't want to be the reason. That I know this is our, our first. Our first rodeo. I'm so glad you're here to direct us. Yeah, I know. I was. I was scared. I was a little. A little worried about what we were going to do. Wisdom of Lance. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit worried about about how we were going to. I wish I could that. just pull Max up here right now. He tell you the story. There was something about microorganisms or something like that. Yeah. Let's uh let's talk a little bit real quick about our uh, kind of stand on the same Disney. Our good friend Joaquin Phoenix, uh, their Disney wants him to play Captain Hook in the Peter Pan live remake. I love that idea. You think he could play Captain Hook? Yeah, I love that idea. Joaquin Phoenix can do anything. Yes, he can. That's true. Yeah, I All love right, that Kyle, idea. As your residential, as your resident uh, Joker hater. Oh, Grizzle Geek says he didn't say it, so it's not the truth. So whatever <laughs> whatever you're looking up is null and void because Grizzle Geek didn't say it, Hold so on, it's I'll not the it. truth. I never I'll said Joaquin Phoenix is a bad actor. No, 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 I know. I've said as our resident Joker hater. Why would that matter? I just I'm just connecting dots because what he was dots? in Joker. But I know you I know you think he's a fantastic actor. You've said it. Oh, here. I hate I found it. it. Joker. Yeah, it was a stupid transition. I, I agree. It was a dumb transition, right? I'll give you that. I agree. Okay, Lance I found it. Lance found it. Here we go. Okay. Fact check. Uh, fact check we're, we're gonna transition. As the resident One. looker upper of articles. <laughs> yeah. What do you think, Lance? Oh, say so it says. The Lucas trilogy is that it would have focused on diving into the microbiotic world where viewers would learn more about the force and the way it works. Lucas planned to dig deeper into the science of midi chlorians and biological explanation for the force that was first mentioned and contended with by fans in The Phantom Menace. Oh, yeah, like you did in the first, as I say, yeah, like you did in the first three prequels. 
Yeah, the midi chlorians with four within four sensitive beings communicate directly with the wills, allowing the super powerful be beings to control the galaxy. Yeah. Well, be cool if they were so the wills were going to be this. Oh, the wills, an ancient life form that fed on the force. Oh, so it's like a force disease. You got the metachlorians and then the force cancer comes in and feeds on them. And then we're going to we're going to explore this. We get the force cancer. The force cancer. It's going to feed on the metachlorians. Oh, this is a direct quote. Direct quote. Originally, I was trying to have the story be told by somebody else, an immortal being known as the will there was somebody watching this whole story and recording it. Somebody probably wiser than the mortal players in the actual events. I eventually dropped this idea and the concept behind the wills turned into the force. But the wills became this part, this massive part, or wills became part of this massive amount of notes, quotes, background information that I used for the scripts. Yeah. For the facts. Micro, microbiotic, microbiotic, uh, what do they call it? Microbiotic world. So Ant-Man. <laughs> That's I don't, what I took when I read it. No, I don't think so. I don't think it's like Ant-Man, but he was he wanted to <laughs> search more into using metachlorians than, than anything else. I'm not, I don't know. I'm not a huge Star Wars fan. I actually like the last movie, <laughs> but I'm not, I haven't even seen the, the previous eight before it enough to know like plot holes and stuff. I pretty much just wipe them from my memory after I watch them. But uh, this sounds stupid. <laughs> it does. A forced disease. Force cancer. Force cancer. You get the force <laughs> cancer, the metachlorians, and then the wheel that feeds on the metachlorians, and it's how you get the force uh, cancer. <laughs> That's That was Darth Vader. He didn't have a breathing problem, and he didn't get cut in half that that wasn't his issue he had the force the force cancer. is what burned his face yeah it's a force cancer <laughs> that's all that's all it is a little bit of force cancer just yeah that's what they get in their hands a little bit of force cancer to cut them bad boys off you're still good to go yikes a little bit of force cancer all right but so back Where to what Ryan go he went to go do the the hot 10 he gave us the finger saying he was going to come back and then yeah he'll he'll be back he always does it yep he went to do the hot 10 which if you watch this show, you're lucky because you get a preview of it. You get to see the hot 10 before they do it live. So, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but back to Joaquin Phoenix, Kyle. Captain Hook. Okay. Let's see. Since I didn't like Joker, and Joker's connected I agree to with a fucking poor transition. I understand. I think that. <laughs> let me see. Since I didn't like the Joker. Oh, my God. Think for a second, man. He really plays it up, doesn't he? He does. He does. Yes. <laughs> Fucking ham over it's like, here. <laughs> it's like a theater watching Kyle. <laughs> oh man, he's like Wait, Kyle. Did you like walk the line? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. He's a pretty big name actor. This this isn't Marvel. We're talking about. This is um, Disney. This is a Disney property. Who, Peter Pan. Who, we're talking about. Who owns Who owns Marvel? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it, it's it's um it's um it's it's escaping me, Matt. Disney Who? Kyle. Oh, so Marvel's a Disney property? Yes. Bob Iger. Bob Iger, Iger owns Marvel. Yeah. Okay. So let me see. J Joker's bad. Joaquin Phoenix good. Oh my god! I think he's gonna be mediocre <laughs> as Captain Hook. <laughs> Is that your? 
Final answer? It's my final answer. Gonna lock it in. I'm gonna lock it in. All right. I'll take that. All right. <laughs> oh man. You think you think he's gonna be better than Dustin Hoffman? No. And Hook? Hook is one of the greatest movies ever made. I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> no, it, it's, it's one of good, my favorite it's a good, childhood movies. Yeah, dude. it's a good Peter Pan movie. I wouldn't go greatest movie, one of the greatest movies ever made. No. It's, it's classic. In the top 100 of movies, it's probably in there. <laughs> probably not. Probably not. <laughs> it's one of my favorite movies ever. Atlanta's top 100 movies. It would be in there. There you go. What would it, it be? It would like be in there. My list. 46? In my list. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> high forties, late. There's no reason I only do top tens on our website, man. I can't. I can only count that high. Forty six. Where's that fall? Yeah, dude. You gotta do one hundreds, dude. Top one hundreds. I didn't even you know how much work it is to do a top ten. That was like eighteen minutes long, Brian. It's because nobody showed up. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, I did it by myself. Did you really? Well, uh, you should have just taken the portion of this show dude, and then re. Dude, when you're a podcaster extraordinaire like Brian, that's a cakewalk. Well, I got to show big, yourself as a cakewalk. I got to give a big shout out to um, my CBSI, a couple of my CBSI co hosts because they didn't show uh, up. No. Well, <laughs> you're going to feel bad because uh, uh, John Z's father passed away and. Uh, uh, yeah. And Ben, uh, Ben also lost uh, somebody in his family. So uh, big shout out to those guys. Uh, positive thoughts and uh, vibes their way. So and we also want to say the same thing to Corbin, uh, who I believe, yeah, I believe uh, he is sitting bedside with his grandmother in the hospital right now. So grandma, yeah. grandma, so uh, hopefully everything's going to be okay. Shout out and, to Corbin. So yes, I got, a, I got a serious question for you, Brian. What's up? You like the Joker. Oh, my God. Here we go again. Oh, my God. We're, we're trying to have a sensitive moment. <laughs> so what do you think how Joaquin Phoenix is going to do as Captain Hook since you like the Joker? I didn't like the Joker. It was okay, but it wasn't great. I okay, think Since you thought the Joker was okay, how do you think Joaquin Phoenix is going to do as Captain Hook? Oh, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't see. Is it a kid's movie? It's it's gonna be fall in line with their remakes that they're doing their their live action remakes. Even though Peter Pan had tons of live action movies, so, so Tom Holland is gonna be Peter Pan. Who the fuck is talking? Yeah, <laughs> Darth Vader. Darth Vader. I, think yeah. Gonna, I think it's gonna be terrible, man. I'm I'm not a fan of any of those remakes. They all look so cheesy to me. So Aladdin was pretty bad. Yeah, The it Lion was King terrible. was pretty bad. Aladdin was better than The Lion King. I disagree. Oh, The Lion King was a shit show, dude. I hated The Lion King. <laughs> the fuck, Kyle? Hated it. Uh, I, ju yeah. I just found the banners. That's why I keep doing this. Mm. <laughs> but so we established. So Br Lance is a kills it. I'm a kills it. Brian's a horrible. And Kyle's a mediocre. There, there Dude, you just, already gave the two, the two hundred subscriber giveaway. Yeah, I he, don't. I don't think he's going to be good. It already he's happened. Not gonna, he's not going to be able. He's going to have to play like 
kids type stuff. I mean, Joaquin Phoenix is like a, a guy that is in a movie like the Joker or like a dark, really dark movie. You know what I mean? I don't see him. Well, I, I bet you they're going to make Captain Hook. Like, yes, it's a, it's a remake of a child movie, but they're going to make him darker. I would assume. I hope so. It's racist. <laughs> I don't think that they're, they're can do so, so far. I've been called a racist and a sexist on this show. <laughs> Really Michael, makes me want to come back. Michael Stott says. <laughs> Michael Stott says, "There's no room for sensitivity on the Absolute Geek Podcast." <laughs> as we have been dubbed or donned by Travis from Comic Exposure as the the Touchy Uncle Podcast, <laughs> and that's why he'll never be on the show again. <laughs> yeah, oh, he's coming on next week. He's part of the the Valentine's Day episode. No, sir, that's an incorrect statement. I have now banned him. <laughs> Kyle has banned him until yeah. we get a better name. But wait till next week. <laughs> that's no, ask more. <laughs> he's not coming on though. I'm trying to see if he's ever done. Well, he's done an he's done animated children's movies before, but I, I don't see any Walking Phoenix. We're still talking about that. What did he do, Brother Bear? Oh, brother, get a better internet connection. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're cutting out. Fucking Lance is driving through a tunnel. Yeah. Yep. What's wrong? You cut your internet keeps cutting out, so you keep cutting out. Sorry, he did. Uh, did you guys hear what I said? He did brother yeah. bear. Yeah, brother bear. Yeah. All right. In 1984, wow. he did ABC after school specials as Robbie Ellsworth. <laughs> So Jimmy Fallon. I don't know, man. I think he'd be good if they if they make Doctor Hook, or if they Doc, make Doctor Hook, Doctor Hook, Doctor oh Hook my is God. that new movie? Dude, is Doctor that Hook bad? in the? It is. They sing um, the cover of the Rolling Stone. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's Doc Doctor Hook in the medicine. <laughs> oh shit, I can't remember. Cover of the Rolling Stone. It's a good song, man. Doctor, this is uh. Susie's mother. What's that song called? Stacy's mom. C- Cynthia's mother. That's the name oh. of that song. That's a good song. It's old, dude. It's like a sixties band. Hear, I hear she's got it going on. Hey, Kyle, funny story about that band. Shel Silverstein wrote all their songs. What band? Uh, Doctor Hook. Really? Mm-hmm. That is cool. Didn't he actually like secretly hate kids? Or was that? Um, I thought Dr. Seuss. Or was that Dr. Seuss? Who knows? Not me. I don't know. I thought Shel Silverstein wrote kids poetry and actually secretly hated kids, but just did it because it was a moneymaker. Don't we all actually secretly hate kids, though? I don't know. You've got enough of them. You tell me. They're little assholes, dude. <laughs> Kyle stopped it too. Brian doesn't older. have any. I don't have any. And you've got like five with like 13th on the way over here. Yeah, thank God I don't have any. <laughs> Number thirteen. I can't. Way. I can't deal with a fucking puppy, yet alone a kid. Right. Brian's kids would just be running around. I fucking hate Comic Con. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's funny that you talk about that. Let's talk about Comic Con because uh, uh, one of the things I noticed, me and Kyle were talking about, is CGC is not going to be at Fan Fest, Fan Fusion again this year. So anybody that uh, has been waiting to drop books off at 
straight to CGC, um, you're not going to be able to do that. If you plan on taking books there to drop off, you're going to go through a second party facilitator person. Well, facilitator. That's, that's what they had last year. The the guy you didn't want to leave your book with, right? Yep. So I just, that really bummed me out and makes me realize I'm probably going to have to go to WonderCon in, or I mean, yeah, WonderCon in uh, April uh, just to drop off books. <laughs> well, we got passes. I can, I can hook you up. Yeah, I'm uh, definitely going to go. So, Did they up. charge you for those passes? No. That's another crazy thing, too. When what? I read that, I was pissed, dude. Oh, they Phoenix? Yeah, that's where we got to yeah, talk about that. For media passes. Phoenix fan they want, vision, yeah, charging for media passes. They want us to do a job for them and have us pay for it. Yep, because bucks. Phoenix fan because news on Phoenix Fan Fusion brings in so many listeners. Well, people so are just itching for that Fan Fusion news. <laughs> here's here's the thing though, it goes deeper than that because I've I've put some feelers out and I've talked to people. Put its ass to sleep. Yes. <laughs> um. So people are saying it's because they're hurting for money. I know he's been. They are. They laid off stuff. like. Yeah. What was that? Two years ago, they laid off like eighty people or something ridiculous. But they've—I know they've I didn't been know trying they had. to sell the convention, too. He's been trying to sell Phoenix Fan Fusion for a while. They and need to. They charged, I guess they charged vendors for their booths eleven months in advance. Like they're charging, they're making you pay your your booth money like up front. So they got money to bring in guests. Yeah, but they probably needed that money to secure the venue to Ooh. bring in guests. Yeah. Uh, have you seen the guest list? It's not that good for comics. I mean, they got one good guy. They got Starlin there, which is nice, but there's really nobody else that that's good. Well, there. they they're the good announcements probably won't happen for another 2 or 3 months. And they're bringing in YouTube personalities now, too. Like oh I don't God. understand what's up with that. Like all of a sudden there's what's up with that? There's more YouTube <laughs> personality the voice the voice of sailor moon guys yeah oh clark greg's gonna be there but he's that the the big thing agent, is like, agent colson yeah. oh yeah yeah the I, big, I, once I, again I they don't have agent a very colson. good lineup right <laughs> that's exactly it you don't have a good lineup and you want to charge people who have a a social media following or a, a social following or or put up podcasts or you know, articles or anything, sort of any type of online presence that can get the word out. You want to charge them $25. You want them to perform a service for you, but you want to charge us to perform that service for you. Like it normally, it don't, no, normally don't you get paid to do that service? Why, why are they charging us to, to do a service for them? Cause they can exactly. They're hemorrhaging money. Yeah. And, and, and they're getting away with it too, like like Kyle said, they're doing it right now because they can, because people are are paying. Right. I'm sure that people are paying. But like I said, there's been speculation that panels they're going to start charging people for to put on fan panels. Oh my god, That's a hard pass. So we'll see what happens with that. That it's has, not worth it, dude. Yeah, it's, it's not, not worth it. Why we didn't get approved? Yeah. <laughs> We're talking really shit should... on them. I'm really surprised that there isn't somebody that's taken the reins and done like a 
a, a mini mini con type thing kind of like what we, like what they do for baseball cards and coins where they'll have like 30 40 dealers um Didn't they just at, do that the, they have those the tempe not library con not the, not, the, not, not, not on a regular no yeah ken does it ken does it every year uh from um drawn to comics he has that one it's about 40 to 50 what vendors free comic book day yeah, yeah, but no, that's, I'm a huge, about, that's a huge thing at every comic book shop. Free comic yeah. book days is a huge thing in general. No, but he, he like they get the whole library and there's a ton of yeah, vendors in there. It's like a little con. You no, know, yeah. what Brian is talking about is getting like renting out like a small room at a hotel, like their 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 ballroom. Yeah, it's nothing but comic vendors buying and, and that's all it is. It's just comics. There's no guests. Buy, selling, and no, trading. Yep. Yeah, and that's all that's going on is you're going oh. to get your boxes of comics and you're just looking for shit that you want. So the closest thing was almost well, it's more like an expo than a con like a con. It's more like a like a it's a comic trade show, show. Like a little card show, like they yeah. used to have in Valley West Mall and Christown. Yeah. It's along the lines of what the old man con was without the huge like the insane awesome books that were crazy that were out of realm mm-hmm. for regular people. But just, yeah. just boxes of comics that you could just dig through. Everyone just comes and there's you know there's twenty or thirty vendors there of just comic books. There's no lightsabers. There's no steampunk bullshit. There's no right. almonds. Beer, there's no nothing. No almonds. <laughs> there's no goddamn lemonade vendors. <laughs> no, it's just you just go in there and it's comic books. You know what? You know what? Fan Fusion is going to blame the the extra money on is it's going to be that. You guys demanded that we bring back passes, so we needed to up the price and charge in other ways to pay for the the actual badges instead of wristbands. Is that what they're doing this year? They're bringing back yeah, they're passes. bringing back the badges. Yeah. Well, people like to collect them. I understand that, but yeah, I've got a whole shitload. Yeah, of them, right? so do I. For my yeah, yeah, I don't like the wristbands because mainly because. I hate having those little sticky things on your wrist, dude. They pull out your arm hairs and shit, dude. I hate them. Like every time they give you one of those at a concert, fucking pisses me off. And you're stuck with it for a few days because you're going back. Yeah. That's the other thing. Yeah, that's kind of shitty. You can't take it off. What the fuck? Well, the whole reason they did that is they didn't want people passing their pass to somebody else. Yeah. (laughs) Remember a few years ago, I remember I photocopied a a pass for – Garcia slid it in. Yeah, I knew he wrong. We were he went the whole combo. I just I just I photocopied mine on a printer and he just put it in an old badge holder that he had. And we went to the because they just they just look for it at the door. They don't they're not looking that hard at it. They're just looking to see if you had it. Um he was that again. See, I think I think they're gonna use that RFI technology in it like they do for san diego now and stuff so they'll actually be good quality well, how are they going to do that if they don't have money that they're that, well, that's, they're, that's why they're charging that's why they're charging maybe they have to invest in the the things that everyone has to walk through well they already they already have that was what's in the wristband you just tap the wristband and the little ipad and go so now i'm sure it'll be the same way you just scan your little badge on the little their little pad and you away you go you know I don't think it's going to be as complex as like San Diego Comic-Con where you actually have to like put it up against the, the metal detector and go in. But they take an ounce of your blood too. Yeah. And in your pinky. 
Um, no, I actually, so there's this artist that's going to be there, Eric Henson, that drew a couple pieces for me. Um, he's pretty good, dude. He has his own comic book series. It's uh, Eden. I have a couple issues here somewhere. I just, I just think that, you know, not to knock on, on fan fusion, it's just, it's going to be another year where the best part about the con, I think is going to be hanging out with, with people, you know, it's the only reason I go so. and to buy pops. Yeah. <laughs> but even then dude, like and their drink vendors, wild bill soda mm-hmm. and their vendors, uh, their vendors charge more than even, um, what the pop price guide even costs for these things too. So that you, know what? you don't even get a deal going there. You know what Comic-Con's about? Community. That's right. Community. 100%. Fucking nailed it, Kyle. Good job. We should get, we should get Take branded hats. Take a bow, Kyle. That's what it's I'm about. At. Community. Community. It's all about community. Yeah. We shall get branded hats too. Yeah. And we should sit but around. You got to make sure you're not. Wear, you you got to make sure you're repping your own. I better not see Kyle wearing a Couch Crunchers hat, you know, or or a Comic Exposure hat or a Grizzled. Oh, Geek I won't. Hat. I won't wear a comic. I refuse to wear Comic Exposure. Anything. <laughs> you won't. You won't wear a Grizzled Geek hat because I, I, or a Grizzled Geek shirt because they still haven't gotten you. I would have thought that Kyle would really embrace the touchy uncle. You know. No. Uh, no, he is highly offended. Weird. Highly offended, dude. Yes. I am. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> and then, Why would you think I like that? That's and then fucking me, weird. And then that's the how you. I mean, uh, Sam kind of backed it up though with with his response to the the blue uh, the blue cockasaurus last week. I love that that little meme that we we put together. <laughs> oh yeah! Captured just the sheer look of terror on his face when he <laughs> unveiled it. Grizzly says the best part will be our game show. I sure hope so. We got to make sure that happens, Lance. If I have to pay twenty five bucks, I'm not doing it, Lance. That that is what you You don't. uh, We do not have to pay to be panelists. There you go. I have received word that that is not a thing. Um, I just need somebody to. We'll talk off air, but I just need. Maybe Mike will want to do it. Just put together the whole idea so I can submit it. Mike wants to be the host. uh, He's going to host. It's the dating game. But for geeks, I just don't. I just don't have time to put the whole idea together and send it in a proposal. So I, well, I just need you need to go to find that. whatever group chat that was in, since you've got thirteen thousand of them. And the yeah, idea, just, he doesn't want. He, he doesn't want just like four lines. Like he wants. Dude, the idea was completely laid out in that group chat. You got to go find right. it again. The only problem is there's like sixty five thousand of them. Yeah, so you got like, yeah, you're you're. What did we call it? Instant what messenger list must be like the size of the dude. Yeah. Did we even talk about it on text or Facebook or it was what? Facebook messenger. Messenger. Yeah, it Mike's Mike's gonna stand on stage and uh he's gonna be the host shirtless with a little bow tie. Why why the fuck isn't Mike on here tonight? He's been chatting in the thing the whole night. Why isn't he with us? Because he's with us in the chat every weekend. He's he's a he's a regular. Yeah. But I don't get to see that guy enough. Well, that's that sounds like something that you two need to talk about off air. He's he's way he's way more interesting than I am. Yeah, well. <laughs> oh man, I figured we we'd give you your due, but all right. So um, let's kind of switch gears here real quick. I want to talk with Brian real quick gear about uh, which gear? 
I got it on which gear? Reverse? Oh, we're Second? going, we're going to third. Third gear. Okay, third gear. Cool. Um, so, oh, that's right. He, that's right. The newlywed game was no, him no. And the dating game was. I got him mixed up. Shut up, Kyle. Mike wants me to do it. Right, so you're doing it. I'm out. What? Anyways, anyways, um, I want to get your opinion. Uh, not that the next Wednesday, but the Wednesday have Batman 89. 89. So they are going to introduce a new character that's going to be Harley Quinn's um replacement, and her punchline is going to be punchline. Stupid. So Joker's. You think you think that replacing Harley Quinn is stupid? Yeah, it's cheesy. I mean, unless it's just a throwaway character to bring Harley, get Harley mad or something. I don't know. Apparently, it's supposed to be his, his new his new Harley Quinn is punchline. So she's going to be taking over that role. So I think one they, of the characters in that Atlas or Astro City book I read was named Punchline. The fuck did you just say? Yeah, Mister <laughs> Terrible Internet. Astro Astro City. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? That comic book? I, think there's a, I think there's a character in their name, Punchline. There might be. I don't remember that. I remember reading Astro City, so. Underdog wants to know if we're getting to the meat and potatoes yep, of the show. We are. Good. Is that uh is that is that a J. Scott Campbell cover? Let's see it. She almost looks like she's uh she's she's J. Scott Campbell drawn. Here we go. I saw the picture. I wasn't impressed. That's not J. Scott Campbell. It almost looks like a J. Scott Campbell face. And you guys, because she's got the cat nose. Ah, uh, that's what it is. She's too... It's not a cat nose. That's supposed to be like a red clown yeah, nose. Red, yeah, red clown nose. Joker's new girlfriend. Did it say she's going to give the Joker a happy ending? <laughs> That's what puts him in the grave. That that's the punchline. Yeah. <laughs> oh, puts him in the grave. I don't know. I still think Tinian punchline is real now. So this is what issue was? Was this the last issue of her walking up behind him? Um, I think that's next issue. Yeah, I think that's next issue. I think that's this 89. issue. It's eighty-eight. Yeah. So this issue, the she big thing stupid. with the big thing with this issue is that uh, Catwoman and Riddler are pretty much talking, and you you find so, out that joker's dead like i guess not yeah i guess not <laughs> um she digs up a grave and in the grave is uh joker's body empty <laughs> what do you mean empty no i was just kidding <laughs> like scroll down a little bit what do you want me to do ah, never mind. like i'll show it i got the book right here bam joker's body but obviously that doesn't matter. Killed him. Here's a full you know art who killed him. This is art germ, it looks like. No, wait, is that art germ? Is that art germ? Who's that? I can't see. Can you zoom in on it? She just she just doesn't match the Joker. Like it uh, She's got she's got the like neon green her, with the black. She's she fits. Her design, yeah, but the colors aren't everything. Like she's way too like I don't know. Harley Quinn had like this. She had this crazed look to her at times, yeah. and I just don't. I don't know. She looks way too like. 
Guillermo. That Mar- looks like somebody. That looks like somebody playing cosplay, like a like a hot woman playing cosplay as the Joker. <laughs> it just doesn't fit. Yeah, I don't. I don't. It's not believable. Oh, we'll see. Uh, I just seems cheesy to me. It seems like um, we've talked about that before, where they just they can't come up with new stories. They've got to like steal ideas from other other. It just yeah. They never come. There is a new character I, that they've been talking about for a while that is coming out, right? That uh, the upside down man or whatever. It's no like uh, it's in a new Batman or something. I think upside down man. Upside or down man. Yeah, some new villain. Which all I know is the last issue. What is it? Oh, he looks badass. Crazy. Yeah, he looks really badass, dude. Yeah, that Just looks badass. Dark. Upside down, man. Yeah, here we go. Let me show you the images. That looks really cool. Yeah, that looks really cool. But how threatening can he be if he's always upside down? <laughs> um, I'm going away from it. But that I like, I like that they fucking had. Do you see what Matt? You've been reading it. I like what they're doing with Riddler. With yeah, he's all like messed up. He's all fucked up. He's been up for like a month, and he's all fucking intertwined to the fucking the surveillance of the city and shit. He's fucking all like, it's fucking yeah. pretty cool. Because he's on like enhancing government enhancing drugs. He's on yeah. He's on methamphetamines. Yeah. He's all or amphetamines. Dude, do you see that picture with him and it has Wonder Woman tied up behind him and stuff? Yeah, that's it's wicked. That's yeah, a wicked that's character. Badass. Almost it, I mean, it reminds me of something Scott Snyder would do. That looks so much more original than fucking punchline. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. It's interesting. I think we're gonna be present. I think we're gonna be surprised with punchline. I think we're I think. You think Tinian's I just she, her design just doesn't her design just doesn't seem like original at all. Yeah, it just seems like same shit I've seen over and over again. Upside down man, that shit looks cool. Yeah. Well, that character's already out, so maybe that might be something to look at uh, specking on because it's a cool looking character. Um, there's a lot of rumors I saw recently about uh, they're going to be trying to do the the Dark Avengers in the movies, you know, mm-hmm. um, coming up. Have you guys been li- reading about those? No. They're going to do them in the movies? Yeah, that's where there a lot of people think that uh, Hawkeye is going to be part of that and, you know, as Ronan and – you know, that's one of the phases they're going to be going for. The new phase is going to be like the, the, uh, Osborne, Harry, or, uh, what's his name? Osborne, Norman Osborne, Harry Osborne. 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 Yeah. Osborne. Yeah. Coming in back into the scene and take and making a new Avengers team cut like he did in the comics. But didn't he do that as iron Patriot? Have we yep. already seen iron Patriot though? Wasn't the Rhodey TV? technically already iron Patriot in, uh, Oh, yeah, that's Iron right. Man. When they try to commercialize War Machine. In Iron Man 3, he was Iron Patriot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, who? I don't know. It would be interesting. I would love to see that team. 
that was a, a good a good time in comics. Oh, shit. My internet keeps going out. This piece of shit. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. So well, um, I don't know. We'll see what uh what that character punchline does to the spec next week. Well, it'll be two weeks, right, Kyle? I think. Yeah. I think it's two weeks before eighty nine comes out. Yeah. She gets. She has a cool. She has a this the variant that I showed that one cover that comes out in May issue ninety four. So she'll have her own variant in issue ninety four. So she's gonna be. She's gonna last. She's gonna be uh, for a minute. Yeah, at least five uh, five issues. So um, she's not a fly by night character. Cool. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I think Tinian's gonna do a good job with it. I, I hope like so. so far. But I like his writing. Yeah. I haven't read something that I haven't really cared for by him yet. So I think he's going to go. I think he's going to do. I think he's doing a good job. Yeah. So. Well, a lot of people do. A lot of people like it. I think it's just so refreshing because just Tom King just t- he just nose dived it. Yeah. So I think it's just nice to have something different going on. You don't. So you that's don't, a series that I should be reading. You kind of don't get a, a War of Joke and Roses feel or a, a Batman um, Zero Year feel from this whole Riddler thing. Not yet. Because that was my my issue with the last issue is that I felt like it was like I've I've seen this before. I've read this before. It felt rehashed and recycled to me. Oh, I didn't get that. The dialogue between Riddler and Penguin is fucking really good I, I didn't get that from it at all i like the way penguin is drawn like the art the art on, on tinian's run is, is really good i can't complain but, about the art but i just i felt like i, I said last issue felt recycled to me i love when we see the rogues gallery doing stuff together i think that's fun i want more court of owls shit i need i need some fresh court of owls stuff but yeah i guess he's yep. kind of predominant in in dick grayson's book right now Yes, because Dick Grayson is the new. Uh, what do they call that? The main. He's Rick Grayson now. Talon or whatever yeah. the main. Because well, he's Rick Grayson, so they they tried to recruit him again. Now that he's all fucking messed up from being shot in the head, doesn't remember who he is. So they tried to recruit him once again. But so he's he's Rick Grayson now. That's so cheesy. Rick Grayson. That's dumb. Because it's more grown up or what? It's not grown up. It's just... Or it's just supposed to be a different persona. It's just a different persona because he's got like amnesia. Kind of the same thing with like what they did with Batman Beyond. With Batwoman Beyond, everyone was, who's Batwoman Beyond? It's Dick Grayson's daughter. Yes. Catch up on that. Batwoman Beyond, or Batman Beyond? Yeah. I would love to see a Batman Beyond movie. That cartoon is awesome. Six six issues behind on Flash. Flash, it seems like they're killing him like every five issues. Like every five issues is like, that's a Flash. Flash is dying. Well, yeah, I'm like five or six issues back and that's what's starting to happen is he's starting to, he's losing his powers is what's happening. Wow, you know who the cover artist is? That is Art Germ. That is does it? not, yeah, that does not look like an Art Germ cover. 
He's going to be at a con that somebody is going to be at. Is it the one in Minneapolis or is it the one in uh, Virginia? I'm not sure. But I would like to get something signed by him. By Art Germ. Stanley Lau. That'd be fucking cool. Yeah. Um. So, also, what do you... Uh, it came out that uh, Joe Hill wanted to, to write an episode of Doctor Who. And Jonah Hill? Much, no, Joe Hill, the comic book writer, <laughs> Stephen King's son. I know. I he know. wanted to write a, a, a season of Doctor Who, and he pretty much got a response back from the BBC that, that told him uh, no American has ever written for Doctor Who, and you wouldn't be our first choice. <laughs> that's pretty cool. He, that, he, he, he says that's the greatest rejection he's ever received. I know. Uh, that's kind of cool. That's kind of funny. To be told that no American has ever written for this British TV show and you would not be our first choice. <laughs> How much of that is because his dad is, is Stephen King? A lot. You're <laughs> shitty writing. Speaking we don't want of you. Stephen King, dude. Thank you for that recommendation on Outsider. I yeah, dude, I'm telling you, I told you. <laughs> that show is badass, dude. Yeah, it's so there. badass. I stayed up till two o'clock in the morning, binge the whole series when I, I was talking you. to you. I told you. Dude. If you're not so watching good. Outsider on HBO, you gotta you gotta watch that. That movie is crazy. That show, show is crazy. I just hope it doesn't fizzle out. You you guys talked about the first issue on comic episode. Exposure, right? Or no, we talked about that's Outcast. It's different. Oh, never mind. Completely Outcast different property. Was a show. Outcast had a show though too, right? Yeah, on Showtime, yeah. right, Gal? Yeah. It made it two seasons. No, I think it's Cinemax. Or was it? Yes, you're right. Cinemax. Yes, yeah. Cinemax. It made it two seasons. Two. I think I watched. Second I think season. I watched like four or five episodes of that. Second and season. Then I canceled my sh- my fucking shitty premium TV subscription. I couldn't believe it. I was so bummed. Outcast? Yeah, the second season was fucking hot garbage. Yeah. Didn't they do a third season? I I think they only made it to the second. I didn't even make it through the second season. It was so bad. No, they only made it two. And season two was like they got season two overseas before we got season two here. Yeah, like a year before we got it here. Yeah. And it was, yeah, it was real bad. Because well, really- they, they skipped so many issues at the in season one, and like they ended it with with Kyle and his daughter leaving town, and that was like what like twenty issues into the the story already. So they like flew through it for a season. Are one. they still doing the comic? Uh, yeah, it's coming to an end. Yeah, I just it was. I just got it when I went to the comic book store the other day. I can't remember uh, how many issues they have. coming to an end? Are they going to restart with a new story, or is it no? Just it's end they're ending. It? It's it's fizzling out. Yeah, they're 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 wrapping it up. Is uh, Kirkman still doing it? Yeah, yeah, he's still writing it. That's interesting. Hundred percent. But uh, I wonder if three pounds going to message us. Huh? I wonder if three pounds going to message us. We'll yeah, see. are you guys going to give him like a time limit that he has to respond before you give it to somebody else? Sure, what? Kyle. You want to give him a time limit or is it just his? He's got about four minutes. Oh, really? 
He's got till 10. Uh, I, was, I was thinking like the end of next week. <laughs> well, good thing you're not part of the show then. Yeah. I thought that's what you were going to say. What? You thought wrong. Like a couple days. <laughs> like at least till the audio version comes out on Monday. I'll give him time. I'll give him time. Him or her. He's like, no, fuck that guy. Four minutes. <laughs> Three pound Greg. Yeah. Three pound Greg. Three pound Greg. Your fucking Alex Ross sketch cover. Marvel Legacy number one. 9.8 white pages. We'll have to we'll have to talk about what we're gonna do for 400. Um so Kyle, who is Caramel? What? The back of the book. Oh. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking so about? Who is it? It's I, I want to know the end of the story. <laughs> um Underdog says I have a 9.8 CGC grid in Walking Dead 193 from a Walking Dead crate. I know it's worth something, but about how much? Um, well, it depends if it's a first print or a second print. Um, it depends on if it's the San Diego Comic-Con variant or if it's signed by Kirkman. If it's just a first print uh, 9.8, you're looking about 34 bucks. It's about what's going for on eBay is 34 bucks. Is there like an app or something? I Like I have for my pop collection, like I have an app on my phone that I can look stuff up and it gives me like a generalized price. Is there something like that? Cover price. Cover price is a good one. There's uh, one that, and it, there's another one. I can't remember what it's called, but it gives you the market, the market trends of what cover the, price. Yeah. Is that what it is? Cover price. Yeah. There's also that key. Is that an app or a website? There, there's an app for it, and there's also a key collector one. But um, so they're both similar. But I like cover price. So on the app, can you like put your collection? Like, can you put like what so. you have in there and build so. your collection? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you said regular first, regular first print. You're looking about thirty five bucks, man. That's Stash about. my comics used to do that, but the prices were all funky. But it would tell you what every book you have is worth. Yeah, that's a Funko themselves made that app that I use. That's smart. Like the official Funko app. That's smart that they did that. Yeah. So you can actually go on here and it announces like what's coming out, like t-shirts and everything. And then yeah. you can have your wish list. My wish list right now is $135,000. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, you got a problem, dude. A little, little bit. A little bit of a Why is, it, is, there, is there one on there that's just like, you know, or a bunch of them on there that are just like thousands of dollars? Or is there's there like a couple... There's a couple. There's a um, there's a Captain America metallic that's twenty one hundred bucks. What's the there's most? A, uh, which which one do you uh, have that's worth the most money? Um, probably. Let me check my app. <laughs> Perfect timing. <laughs> Since you like apps, what? Can you check your app? Oh, here we fucking go. Uh, your most expensive pop is. Here we fucking go again. <laughs> hey, I'm just trying to transition. Yeah. <laughs> just trying to transition. Transition these nuts. <laughs> um, so my... Can you have my, a pop uh, app? 
my rush, my three pack of rush. So I have Bill Pert, uh, Lee, and Alex Lyson. That's worth about a hundred bucks. And then my uh, Dean from Supernatural is about one hundred and fifty. So I was well, all the ones that I. No, I don't have any of that high dollar stuff, dude. Like, because they were like limited print, like made four hundred of them at San Diego Comic Con, and they're just impossible to get. It's like one of the only pops I have is a San Diego Comic Con one. It's decapitated. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Right, let me see. You want to know how much it's worth? Probably. 10 I have bucks. a I have a Peter Parker um, Stanley's Kamikaze exclusive where he's got his mask off, bobblehead. That's like a hundred bucks, two hundred bucks pop. I have a ghost pop. That thing's badass. Yeah, super badass. It's one of my favorite pops. So that one's worth about seventy bucks. Right one. Is it really? Yeah, is it the one with the blood on his neck? Yeah. The blood on his neck? Yeah, it's 70 bucks. There's one with no blood on his neck that's worth about 10 bucks. Yep, there's blood. I see blood that's on cool. their neck. Sell it. Thinking about it. Sell it before the show goes away and it loses its value. Yep. So are they? Do they lose their value pretty quick, or uh, some? Some do, some don't. I mean, it depends. I remember for a while, like the ones that uh, were going, people were going crazy for were like a Tupac and Biggie one. Yeah, they just came out with a new series, those Tupac and Biggie. But my uh, my Rush one, when Neil Pert passed away, it went up like thirty bucks. Sell it. Sell it. I love it. <laughs> I don't have I don't have any intention on selling any of these. Unless it's like to get a new Dude, kidney or something. Pops <laughs> Pops are to this generation what beanie babies were to us when we were kids. I don't no. care, dude. In ten years it'd be worth nothing, I'll still love them. That's all pops are is this fucking generation of beanie no, babies. No, I okay. The difference between Beanie Babies and Pops is Beanie Babies were just making like stuffed teddy bears and shit. Like they didn't have, there wasn't that nostalgia factor to the characters that they were creating. So Beanie Babies fizzled out, but you don't, you can't tell me that in 20 years, somebody's going to be like a huge Spider-Man fan and want. Nobody's going to give a shit about Pops in 20 years. Yeah, right. Nobody's going to give a shit. I don't care. I, I, I like them. I, I won't ever sell them. That's why I only buy the, the ones that I like characters that I like. Just like I said, I got a buddy. A lot of people that go get garage full of pops. He's got every pop. Yeah. Garage full of them. Yeah, I just don't want to like, right now I'm at 150. I'm at 150 pops. Holy and but they're all they're all characters that I like. <laughs> Says, like check out this one. This is one of my favorite. Great, we've got all the way to pops, right? Sean, Sean, of the Sean of the Dead. I, was say, I can't see because there's a giant glare on your screen. But Sean, of the I Dead. get this to stop. No, you're, you're good. I get <laughs> yeah. it. We got it. Any, and it even has the little red speck of blood on his shirt. <laughs> got a little bit of red on you. Yeah. But, all right, guys. Oh, my uh, wife bought me this. 
So I think that's a good place to end it. Anybody got anything else you want to talk about tonight? <laughs> Oof. Yeah. No. Come watch uh beautiful. Come watch Matt yeah, yeah. and I on Couch Crunchers tomorrow night. Why? Don't do you're, you just got what I'm gonna say tomorrow tonight. So you know. Go watch Couch Crunchers tomorrow night to to hear uh Lance's opinion. Because mine is gonna be more of the same. <laughs> Uh, and then I don't know. Is anything big coming up? Make sure to subscribe to Grizzle Geek for the facts. <laughs> you anything else? You got anything else you want to talk about, Kyle? Before we go? Oh, I do. I got. I got a giveaway. You gonna do another giveaway? Yep. What about it? I'm what about gonna... if I want to give a digital download away? What go the fuck for it. it. Go for it. Be my guest. I'm gonna give a digital download away. So this is going to be the first Mike, – Michael Stout's excluded from this. And three-pound Greg? Yeah, him too. So he posted something <laughs> on his Facebook that it was. it's one of those, this is the riddle, and you got to message me for the answer. So here's what I'll give away. Whatever's in this box that I got today, whatever comic is in this box I got. I'm not sure. That's not a digital it. download. No, it's not. It's better than a digital download. So you have no idea what's in that box. Oh uh, no. So it I, could be like Sailor know, Moon or something. I know it's not Sailor Moon. I know it's a comic. It's like a high dollar book. And he's just gonna give it away. I'm just not sure what comic it is. It's probably like an iPad screen protector. <laughs> It's no, a copy of Cat Fancy. Here's a piece of glass. It's in, a, it's in a Gemini mailer, so I know it's a comic. <laughs> but it was... Uh, this is so the what riddle. do they have to do to get it? They've got oh, an first person to answer it correctly. No Googling, motherfuckers. Yeah, Where do they have to answer it on? Where do they have to put their answer? In the chat. They know what to do. We have a live fucking chat. They know where to put it. Yeah, here when we say we're going to give shit away, we just give it away. We don't change the rules after. There's no stipulation. There's, there's, oh, yeah. There's no second I step for stipulation. Kyle just doesn't know how to read. <laughs> read is stupid. We don't, we don't say like subscribe and repost and then when they, they do, like. hit them with this big like fucking disclaimer about trying to be all professional. <laughs> like, thanks for contacting okay. Absolute Geek. Your opinion matters to us. Now all you got to do is reshare this on your social media page. So, we, we don't get all fucking technical like that. <laughs> and it was the first thing I said when he posted that. You're like, oh. And then he didn't even win. <laughs> he says it's rigged. Three people that entered, I should have fucking won. He, it was rigged. <laughs> it was not rigged. I, think I pulled the name. I used that thing right up live on the air. Whatever. Did you do it 10 times, though? You just took the first person, didn't you? Rigged. Uh-huh. rigged, rigged, yep, rigged, 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 rigged. So just remember when you guys are not listening to Couch Crunchers tomorrow that it's rigged. Okay, you ready? First person to answer me, except Michael Stout. Someone's mother has four sons: north, south, and east. What is the name of the fourth son? Do you guys know the answer? West. No. Did I win? Someone. I won. It's someone. It's easy if you think about it. It's super easy if you just think about it. 
Read Don't it, say it again. Read it, read it again. Someone's mother has four sons. The mother. Someone's mother has four sons. North, south, and east. What is the name of the fourth son? North. No. Think about it. Just think about it. It's someone's simple. mother has four sons. North, North, south, and east. What is the name of the fourth son? Oh, it's what? God damn. <laughs> Holy fuck. <laughs> Oh my god! He googled it. He He's googled west. that shit. I did not Google it, dude. You're watching me. <laughs> he googled it. I'm sitting here fiddling around with my fucking vape pen. <laughs> North. Oh my god. That's what I'm saying. It was easy. It's it's it tells you. <laughs> well, now do you get anybody to answer? Well, Grizzled Geek said no. Grizzled Geek's wrong. TK four two one a. But you guys already said the answer. Well, then you shouldn't have fucking asked us. If anything, I win. <laughs> nope. You definitely don't. Send me win. that box. Send that box to my house. Shenanigans. You, you scorned <laughs> Kyle more than Travis from Coming Exposure scorned Kyle. So there's no way you're winning. <laughs> you guys right here. Yeah. You're fighting. I had to keep the fact that you were coming on the show secret because Kyle, Kyle was like, nope, not Lance. Nope, not Lance. Lance can't come on. You didn't give me my pop. I should have won that competition. Mm -hmm. I don't even remember what pop it was. Oh, Do Spidey Ock. Or Ock. Okay, Ock Spidey. I saw that pop the other day. That was here, a cool TK. pop. Let's see what book you won. Oh, he's going to open it too. TK. Because don't I'm cut yourself no, he, won, he won. He won something. Oh, whatever. He won so a digital download. He won a digital download, yeah. I think he's won a couple of them. Yeah. It's all right. Well, it's up to you guys. It's not my show. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, boss. Thanks for your permission. Thanks for giving us your permission. Or issue two. There you go. That's a good book, though. That's a good one. That's the one where he wipes out the Justice League. The Just Us League. Yep. There you go. Good book. Good win. Good job, TK. Whoop, 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 whoop. So let Michael, me tell you this. Now I'm screaming at the screen. He says. So you know how? So you remember how um, Underdog won the Jay and Silent Bob DVD, right? So I go to the post office to mail it to him. And remember when we remember when we had the sponsored um, the the comic book uh, loot crate sponsor cow, mm -hmm. and they send us all that shit media mail. Yeah. So I go to the post office and I mail his his, his DVD, and the guy's like, "Oh, you can send a media mail." And I was like, all right. And what do you think happened? Got lost. No, they denied it and fucking sent it back to me. Because they're saying that this it, it can't be shipped media mail. Oh, it's only it's only books without advertising. Yeah. So I had to re I had to remail it to him. And I feel bad. I emailed them what and told them that, that I remailed books it. Books without him. advertising. What does that mean? There can't be advertising in it because media media mail is meant for like School books and stuff like that. It's actually what me like for heavier stuff like books. So a lot of people will ship comics and other stuff like that. But if it's got advertising in it, then you can't ship it media mail. It's just one of their rules. So so the government basically said we're going to make an inexpensive way to ship textbooks and things like that. Yeah. 
So what they'll do is if they're they suspect that if the post office suspect suspects it's not a book, they'll open it up. Usually what they do is they keep shipping it and then they charge the person who receives the item the cost of the balance of what it would be to do it first class. So, I mean, the fact that they sent it back to you, I guess, is a good thing because, I mean, I guess it sucks because you got to pay for it twice now. Yeah. Yeah, but at least your winner doesn't have to pay for it. Yeah. And that's, that's usually what happens. That's the first time I've ever seen it sent back. Yeah, I was surprised when I opened my box and it was still there. I was like, ooh, what's this? I was like, wait a minute. I sent this out. <laughs> I sent this out. I went to the post office and I was like, uh, I got this back and I don't know why I want to ship it again. They're like, oh, well, it was sent media mail the first time and you can't you can't send was DVDs. It, was the letter attached to it? Yeah. Yeah. So they probably sent it back because they probably get a lot of denials when it comes to paying the extra postage from I mean, the person. I must have opened it and looked. Yeah. Because did they was there the the tag thing that says we open this? Yeah, yeah. Um, I remember that one time I when I saw Thirty Seconds to Mars and I bought Andy a hat and I shipped it to him and I paid all this money to to ship it to him quick and I guess the way I had wrote my return address and I think I made my return address a little too big with my address and then I had his and they're kind of like this kind of like this yeah <laughs> and so I was watching the tracking you went all the way into Minnesota and then it came all the way back to me <laughs> they, they shipped it all the way back to me for some reason <laughs> so then I had to go back to the post office and reship it to him so it cost me like $45 to ship him that hat that like, sounds like their fuck up yeah, well, that's the same thing with this. Is I went and I walked in there with the DVD exposed, and I because I needed an envelope for it, and the guy was like, "Oh, you, you." He was like, "How fast do you want to get there?" I was like, "You know, it, it so it doesn't matter to me." And he was like, "Well, ship it, ship it media mail." It, it, the dude at the post office is the one that told me to ship a media mail. That sounds like their fuck up. They so, should pay for that shit. You know why they did it? Because the post office isn't making enough money, and now yeah. you're you're contributing, right? You gotta go pay. Did you hear that they? So you know how the post office delivers on Saturdays? They've been doing it for a couple years. Yeah. They got like extra money to start doing it on Saturdays. Well, like a year or two ago, they said, "Hey, we're not going to ship it on Saturdays anymore, but we're going to keep the money that the government gives us for shipping it on Saturdays." And basically, they got told to go shove it up their ass. Well, yeah, paying for a service. I don't want a goddamn twenty-five dollar media pass. For performance right. service. Yep. <laughs> if we're paying for Saturday service. I want my goddamn package on Saturday. Yeah. Right. Wouldn't you think that it would be smarter to just limit the amount of media passes that they give out? They're going to do that too. It's going to be limited. Well. Yeah. So it's going to cost money and they're going to make less people yes, go sir. in there? Yes, sir. Fucking geniuses. Yep. And you can't, and now they've limited it too. You can no longer have, you have to have. Um, like a, a podcast or be part of a, an organization like if you've got just a blog or a personal fan page or website or anything like that you don't you don't qualify sorry a couch website? crunchers sorry couch crunchers what are you talking about I'm just kidding. <laughs> like if you're a photographer you can't get a media pass you have to yeah. go with a journalist yeah that's so dumb they're just and, pissing people off. And if you're a journalist, you can't be freelance. You have to be part of an organization. 
it requires like, someone requirement. Someone's gonna come in and take over that thing because it's been a shit show for the last five years. It's been longer than that, dude. <laughs> but well, you can see like if you go on Wikipedia, you can see their attendance numbers. About five or six years ago, they've been steadily losing. Oh, I change numbers. those every year. <laughs> what? I'll change them. They post it, and then I change it. <laughs> ever since, ever since Pat, Fat Punisher, man, and the the knee jerk overreaction to Fat Punisher, they've been losing people. Does San Diego have that kind of security, dude? San Diego, yeah, their security is bomb, dude. Like they've got metal detectors everywhere, and like people stationed at every door, but. The problem is, like, that convention is is thousands and thousands of people, and they don't have the hiccups Phoenix does. Fanfusion has hiccups constantly. I don't. The only time you're standing outside, at, I think it's just so there's so much going on that it's not as hard to tell. Maybe, but like, it, it takes you a while to get through security at at Fan Fest. They don't check your. They you go through a metal detector. They don't check your bags at. Um, at San Diego Comic Con, they don't search your bag like they do it at um, Fan Fusion. You go through the metal metal detector and you have to scan your badge in and out so they know who you know. I don't know. It's I it, and I don't ever remember Kyle. I don't know. Do you remember us ever standing outside other than waiting to get in first thing in the morning? Even then, they let you in the building. Yeah, they took us to the top and then they made yeah. us back down. So. So you can see, so in 2014, they had 77,000 people, 2015, 75,000, 2016, 106,000 people, uh, 2017, 80,000 people, 2019, 57,000 people. Wow. They dropped 50% in two years. Yeah, last year was bad. So it wasn't five years. That's not even last. Oh yeah, that's not even last year. Last year's isn't even posted. It's probably even worse. That was 2018, 57,000 people. Well, when and when was Fat Punisher? That was 17. Yes. Uh, yes. 17 or 16? Or was that, no, it was 17 or 18. No. Fat Punisher was 17, 18 was the fire alarm. Yeah. Yeah, 18 was my first year so, going. Yeah. Fat Punisher was 17 then. Yeah, because I remember that everybody talking about the Jason David Frank thing. Well, he just got freaking. Didn't he just get uh, his time in a uh, mental asylum? Yeah, yeah. He got sentenced to time in a mental asylum. Yeah. So. Yeah, dude. Someone's gonna come in because it's starting to get to the point where it's not even. They're or not they're even going to be making a return. They'll just cancel it, and we won't have any more conventions here. That that'll be what it would happen. You don't happen. think somebody would come in? You don't think somebody would come in and try to? He's been trying to sell the word is he's been trying to sell the convention for years. Yeah, and nobody's biting because I I don't know if it's he's so far in the red or or what his books look like. I can't go off that, but people who are close to the to the dude who runs it have, have said he's been trying to sell it for years and nobody's biting. Nobody wants it. But I wonder if it's, if it's just going to fizzle out and somebody's going to start something new. They've tried. I mean, you, they had, we had ACE con that didn't, that didn't come back this year. That didn't last. Um, 
what else they had amazing arizona that tanked they tried to do fan fusion in their or fan fest in the fall and that tanked well you don't think it would be a company that like has a has a reputation like 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 wizard no like who runs the salt lake one the salt lake one's huge um isn't that run no i'm thinking emerald city I think Salt Lake is run by its own by its own people. I don't think any big company owns them. I just wonder if some some company is going to see, you know, Square Egg or whatever they're called when they finally go out as an opportunity to kind of move into here. I don't know. I don't know, but I would hope so. I don't think that Square Egg is going to continue. I don't think he's going to sell it, but I wouldn't be shocked to see some other large company come in here once this is gone. Uh, you would think it would already happen. You would think he, he's, if he's trying to sell it, it would already happen. But who knows? Yeah, but if he's too much in the red, who's going to buy that? Why don't they just wait for him to die out, com- declare yeah. bankruptcy, and then somebody comes in here and starts a whole new thing? Yeah. I don't know. Just to me, though, charging charging $25 a pop for, for media passes kind of screams desperation. Just bad business. If I was him, I'd just get somebody else yeah. in there to run it for Michael, me. Michael Stiles says Salt Lake and Fan X and Salt Lake is an independent group out of Utah. That's what I thought. That I hear that that uh, Comic Con is awesome. I hear it's like one of the best in the country. I've heard that too. Yeah, but we'll see. Um, I mean, you're gonna see. You'll you'll see Comic Con when you go to WonderCon, like you'll, you'll see the difference between Phoenix and everywhere else when you go to WonderCon. Oh, I'm sure. And especially if you're going to go to San Diego, like San Diego is is a, is a whole different ball game. I'd rather like, uh, you'd rather go to WonderCon than San Diego. Yeah. WonderCon have passes, don't you? Yeah, we do. Yeah, but I can't, I'm not going to go to WonderCon and then San Diego a couple months later. Mm. Yeah, I want to go to San Diego, but it's just too too close to the baby. There's kid, kid number thirteen. The only problem with San Diego is it's too too busy. Yeah, yeah. but I want to experience it once, you know. And with Corbin not being able to go, I was going to be able to go, but WonderCon Splinter. Yeah, yeah, I you know I told you we're going to WonderCon, right? You are. Yeah, we got we got four media passes for WonderCon. Everybody uh, has media passes to WonderCon. <laughs> That's your stepping what days, stone. What days are you going? Uh, the whole time. Nice. Where are you guys staying? Uh, we're getting an Airbnb in Anaheim, I think. I don't know. Tyler's doing it all. How but much, we usually get an Airbnb. Do you remember how much you're paying for the Airbnb? Uh, I don't know, but I think it was going to cost like 80 a person for all the nights or something. That's I don't remember. Bad. Well, you, I may have to talk to you about that because I may have to throw you guys you think in coming? Yeah, I'm thinking about going. Yeah, dude. Just let us know and we'll make sure that we get a place big enough. We're, we usually get an Airbnb because we try to record a show there. Like yeah. do a live show at the house. So yeah. yeah, just let me know if you want to come. I mean, Matt, Matt got everybody passes for it. So 
Yeah, I've got uh, that. I've got to make a decision on, and I got to make a decision on Boston for March. You, there's a decision for that. Yeah, I think there is. I have to go. I have to go. Yeah. I'm Boston. So yeah. See who the guest list is. What? See who the guest list is for Boston. <sighs> What's, What's that one called? It's called Boston Comic Con. <laughs> oh well, that, that's, that's enough. Boston. Baston, you gotta you gotta type it with the accent too. Baston Camacan. No, it's not Fan Camacan. Expo Boston. Yeah. No, ba- it's not. Baston, no, that's August. Baston Camacan. Yeah. What's the one? It's called that's the Mark Wahlberg Boston Camacan. <laughs> Maybe Mark, it's the not. Mark Wahlberg Tom Brady Boston Camacan. Maybe it's Connecticut. Oh, Maybe? North Northeast Comic Con. There we go. So bring up the guest list. Let's All right, see. it is. Shit, we're trying to get to. press passes for this. We're doing more work for this. Go to go to the Mark Wahlberg, Tom Brady, Boston Camacan. So here's your artists: um, Jim Steranko, um, That's about it so far. <laughs> that's a, that's riveting. It's a riveting guest list right there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we got Jim Stranko, and uh, that's it, everyone. <laughs> Good night. Hey, uh, freaking um, the dude from uh, Buffy's gonna be there. Uh, what's his name? Xander. <laughs> yeah, it looks like that's about it, man. Uh, a lot of people I don't know. That's not. Then that's not the. There's a different Boston con then. Well, they have Boston Comic Con or Fan Expo Comic Con or what the fuck am I trying to say? Fan uh, Expo Boston in August. Maybe that's what yeah. I was thinking of. Yeah. So that one's probably huge. It's huge. 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 All right. Um, Comic creators. So look, here's here's the fourth way. Fuck, dude, WonderCon all the way. I'm going to WonderCon. Fuck this. This first name, Donnie Cates. Yeah, but he'll be at San Diego too. Yeah, but it, it's going to be easier to get him at at WonderCon than yeah than San Diego. Yeah, Donnie Cates, um, David Robertson, Michael Stackpole. Uh, let's see who else is there. Uh, Where do you go to see their fucking guests? Oh, here we go. I found it. Brian Michael Bendis is going to be there. Donny Cates, Michael Cho. Um, I'm trying to think. Of, let's see some other because they've only done four rounds of yes so far. Um, Stephanie Hands, she's an artist on Die. Adam Hughes. Yeah, Adam Hughes is going to be there. Me and Kyle saw that last night. Jim Lee, Steve McNiven. WonderCon's a con to go to on the West Coast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm excited, dude. It, yeah. It's a ton of fun. Especially when you... Scotty Young. Especially when you do it in one day, right, Kyle? Yep. Burn turn. <laughs> That's the best way to do it. That was a long trip, man. Show up at 8 o'clock in the morning and fucking leave at 6 o'clock at night. Oh, yeah. The way to fucking do it. It was a long run. But um, but yeah, Brian, if you wanna let me know, 
and I can get you probably get your passes. Okay. Fuck it. Look at Matt, the wheeler and dealer. That's what I do, man. I can get your passes, man. You just come over here into the alley, man, and I'll fuck it. Yep. Did you say Scott Snyder? No. He's going to be there. Yeah, I figured. Most everybody will be there. Because that's considered one of the big ones, right? And a lot of people yeah, live in California. I think Michael Cho, Donny Cates. Yeah, those. I mean, Scott Snyder is a big one, too. Like, you'll, I, from, from personal experience, I think, I think WonderCon is going to be a great thing for you guys because of how they handle their press. And, like, we got the, the interview with Scott Snyder there and Tom King. And who else did you interview there, Kyle? We did, um, What's his name that did Nightwing? Tim Seeley. Tim Seeley. So they actually treat you like press and let yeah. you interview people? Yeah. yeah. Cool. So we still The other one I've been to where we're press, they don't let us do shit. Yeah. Yeah, it was awesome. Like I got press passes to Ace Comic Con. It got me nothing. Yeah, like basically well, a free pass in a Comic Con. When we went to WonderCon, they they kind of called all the press over there and ushered everyone over there and like you they called people. They're like, all right, you, you got like 10 minutes to interview them. But it was like, all right, you know, this media outlet for Scott Snyder. And like, they, they kind of just rotated people in and out. So you got 10 minutes with each person. So it was, it was fun. They, it was they, fun because not a lot of people were interviewing Tim Seeley. Yeah. So I got to interview him for a while. Yeah. I was trying to trick him into spilling the beans about Nightwing at the time. So. You know, he almost fell for it. And that was at the height of right when Rebirth was coming out, too. Yeah. We went to that Rebirth, Rebirth panel. So. That's when I got made my friend Jeff Johns. There you go, Jeff, Your Jeff buddy. Johns. Yeah, he's just on the phone. I was like, hey, bro, what's up, man? You want to sign my book, dude? <laughs> Fucking. Well, like, we got him to sign. Um, We got him to sign our. Yeah, uh, our. Our. our uh, Rebirth thing because he walked past us and you were like, "Hey Jeff, sign this for us," and you fucking did. It's like, all right, <laughs> cool story, bro. <laughs> we asked him to sign it and he fucking did. It was awesome. Well, because he was walking <laughs> past us and Kyle was just like, "Hey, that's Jeff Jones. Here, sign this." He was talking on the phone. Yeah, and walking by, and I was like, "Jeff, hey Jeff, we sign this for me." That's awesome. He was like, "Okay." He, he could have easily it. been like, "I have a scheduled time for signings. Come back then." He's like, like Frank Caliendo. Yeah. Who? Yeah, who? <laughs> I mean, uh, the guy that does Joe Madden. Uh, Joe, Joe Madden, huh? We're going to end it there. We're going to end Madden. it on Joe John Madden. Madden. Sorry, dude. It's been long. Joe Madden. <laughs> John Madden. We're going to end that bad boy on Joe Madden. <laughs> Who's Joe Madden? Joe Madden's your dad. <laughs> Joe fucking Madden. Oh. But, um... Yeah, Joe Madden, bro. No, yeah. No, yeah. I'm just getting tired. <laughs> anybody got anything I gotta else? I got to go see some shit movie tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, you do. Anybody, anyone got anything else? No, quiet. Quiet. Guys, I want to thank you for hanging out with us tonight. Um, congratulations to the, the people who won uh, the giveaways tonight. And congratulations to... Yes, Lance watches the sports ball. Greg, three pounds or three LB on, on your big 200 subscriber win. Um, 
Three pound Greg. Yeah, three pound Greg. Uh, thanks to our newest Patreon again, Max Bender. Guys, remember we do have a Patreon. If you want to support the show, that's the best way to do it because all the money that you donate to the Patreon goes directly into the show. Um, nowhere else, it goes directly into the show. So it's a great way to support yeah. us. It's got our pays for our hosting fees and our yep. website fees, and you know, in case something breaks, that's right. Fuck it. It'll help. It's helping pay for our fucking Matt's new board. Yeah. So it's coming handy. It does. So everything you guys donate to us, if you if you like the show, goes right back into the show. So notice the Max Bender Laser Light Three Thousand Blue Cockasaurus. <laughs> <laughs> Um, razor knife, spectacular remote control, infrared uh, laser light show. Yes, yeah. So, if you want to follow Max's uh, Max's example, you can do so at patreon.com forward slash absolute geek podcast. We have great tiers set up. We're going to change the tiers around too to, to give different uh prizes out. So, you do get a little bit of kickback for donating to the show if you want to. Um, if this is your first time finding this on uh, YouTube, make sure to hit that like and subscribe button. Let's uh, get to 400. We, we hit our 200 goal. We're on our way to 400. Uh, we'll do another giveaway at 400. We'll have to figure out what it's going to be, but it'll be a good one too. Um, if you're listening to this on Monday, any of your podcasting platforms, please make sure to hit that like and subscribe button. Leave us a review. Uh, good, bad, or indifferent. It helps us in the podcasting standings. But um, for this week's episode of the Absolute Geek Podcast, I'm Matt. I'm mad as a jobber. <laughs> I'm Brian. And I'm Lance. Guys, real quick, make sure to check out Lance tomorrow night on Couch Crunchers and listen to them on their replay whenever they put it up for download. So you guys all have a good night. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even plug Couch Crunchers, huh? That's fucked up. All right. Check out Lance on Couch Crunchers on all your uh, podcasting platforms. And uh, we'll see you guys. <laughs> next week for the hol- for what? the, the uh, Valentine's Day episode don't forget Penguin Penguin it's Naked coming. Matt Naked <laughs> <laughs> Matt yeah <laughs> are we still on? yes we're still on? <laughs>